Greetings and salutations, and welcome once more to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the, for once, relative, perhaps relatively forgiving waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, Bag of Holding Bellicom, Sam, Bag of Devouring Burns, and Ellie, Bag of Beans Sparrow. <laughs> Again, I get breakfast. I got breakfast. Magic You're beans. the last one. You're the last They're one magic in the beans. alphabet. You're Are the they beans? magic beans? They're I actually magic beans. beans. The bag of beans. I want a bean. Well, I'll, I'll, read the, I'll quickly read the spell description. because What got would happen one. if you ate one? A uh, bad thing. Is what I remember, <laughs> would correctly. it be a beanstalk? Well, the bag of, yeah. uh, oh, the bag of beans yeah, has 3d4 dry beans. Um, if you... I want to see how many beans my bag has in it. Oh, God. Two. Yeah. If you, if you oh. dump the Wait, contents. Oh, is it 3D4? Sorry. 3D4. Yeah, 3D4. Okay, as eight beans. Okay. Uh, if you carefully remove a bean from the bag and plant it, um, then a, a an essentially random series of events happen. On a, a, a There is a 1% chance that it will produce a giant beanstalk, and a, also apparently a 9% chance that it will produce a giant. Friggin' um, pyramid for no reason, um, and if, but if instead you you hastily dump the beans onto the ground, they all violently explode. So what you're saying? So what you're saying is I would either become an eight-legged beanstalk spider, or I would explode. Basically, yes. Eight times. Oh, that's terrifying. I think that's yeah. worth the risk. <laughs> I think it is. I think you should down all the beans immediately. Definitely. We're talking as though I actually have this item. This is going in my to be hands. very, very this interesting. Is, if that makes you happy to picture that, you totally can. Yeah, this is going to be very interesting if we ever actually, if that ever comes up in the random treasure t t tables. Okay, so I will just eat them. Uh, speaking of <laughs> treasures, it's that time again for a few words from Future Us. Hello listeners, it's Future Jason with a quick addendum here. The version of the naval combat system I wrote that is getting published with this episode, episode 9, uh, is a much revised and streamlined version of the naval combat system that was first tried out in this episode. We've had a few weeks to iron out the kinks. One of the main problems with it was that there was far too much rolling uh, for not enough difference uh, in events. So we have fixed that, but in order to make the listening experience a bit more enjoyable, uh, we have also taken the liberty of cutting out some of the extraneous hours. So rather than going through every single hour one by one by one, uh, you'll notice that we start an hour one and then skip to hour six, and then there's a skip after that. Uh, we kept all of the interesting stuff in, but we decided it would be best to cut the boring, repetitive bits out. Also, on the 8th of September, Sam will be in Boscastle performing Witch, a tense and intriguing exploration of persecution and folk magic beliefs, focusing on one witchcraft accusation in the early modern period. You can find out more details by checking out circleofspears.com and clicking through the link we will no doubt include in the description. Also, this week on Robbie Watch, Robbie is invisible, her location unknown and unknowable. Robbie's having the week off. If you want to find Robbie this week, good luck. We're telling you nothing. Anyway, we hope you enjoy. Happy listening.
I don't know what the words will be, but I'd like to predict aardvark, antelope, mm. and zygote. Nitwick, nitwit, blubber, oddment, and tweak. <laughs> 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 Oh. That sounds likely to me. Yes, we're not yes. we're not into the game yet, so I can't give you an, I can't I can't give you inspiration for that. Oh, <laughs> shame. So, uh, right, I think that's uh, all we have to say. So, with that, it's time for flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireball. After a good oh, two days or more, the party finally managed to survive Slavitska's Isle. Making their way past a particularly malevolent corridor, enchanted with a symbol of insanity, the party found an unlikely companion, uh, a pair of unlikely companions, one of which uh, was under strict orders to kill them. Uh, after freeing one new friend, and then slaying and later freeing a second, the party were able to uh, wreak a degree of vengeance upon the Saragin who had attempted to sacrifice them and made off with their belongings. With the aid of an improved mending spell cast uh, ritualistically by the uh, disembodied head of uh, Thurling Thimblebury, the kipper was restored to uh, full ship's shape, and the party were able to make their way back to the town of Bulwick's Bay. Arriving late in the evening of the 19th of Falling Leaves, the three of you pull back into dock, uh, well actually you pull back into the Smuggler's Cove, where Lucky Lucia uh, is waiting for you. It's about time. I was starting to wonder if you'd lost my boat. That was definitely nowhere near happening in the entire trip. It's fine. We didn't nearly sink. It's just that it appears to have acquired a new coat of paint. Yeah, we wanted to make it more beautiful for you, and thanks for lending it to us. A lot of the, we had to... a lot of the, a, a lot of the wear and tear on it seems to have gone. And I swear there's less rust than when I left it. We had some free time, so... Uh, yeah, we gave it a good old clean... We had to dip shape. into the uh, uh, the reserves a little bit, the, uh, the the spares, in order to do so, but uh, if you want to charge us for that, that's, uh, that's perfectly fine. But we figured that, seeing as it was such a 
kind and generous offer of you to lend us this, we should return it in better condition than we received it. She thinks for a moment. I'd packed spares? Thankfully, yes. <laughs> oh, well. I, I don't, I, you did. I don't remember that. I must have done it while I was drunk, but well done, drunk me. Drunk you is a <laughs> very, very good person. Ah, speaking of which, do you want to go get pissed? Yes. Hugely. Yeah. For days. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so very much. Uh, Scamp, uh, do you wish to uh, re-equip your dwarf disguise during your trip back to town? Um. Oh God. Did I have I been seen in it? Yes, I have. This is that town where we. Oh shoot. shit! Yeah, you have actually been no, seen. No, so. no. I will. Oh, yes. I will. Uh, we can put my cloak on you again. <laughs> Hold your hands through the town so you can see <laughs> in the too big cloak, <laughs> which trails behind like a wedding dress. <laughs> or you can um, you can borrow my bandana if you like. Cover your face up like a sort of you know gangster type. How would you get it over the, the horns? Bigger issue. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you, you have a point. <laughs> That's... Like my face isn't the issue. <laughs> I've only got one bandana, so yeah, that's probably not going to do anything, is it? We could pretend you're a little old woman. No, you'd still be pink. Never mind. Um, <laughs> a rather sunburnt old woman. Yeah, I'm not even drunk yet. <laughs> I've pins. got no excuse to, to be being this stupid. <laughs> um, oh, let's chance it. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, Am I going then. to have to do another distracting sacrifice? I'm going to say, uh, Scamp, make a. Uh, so, are you doing it? Are you using the cloak, or are you just trusting to your stealth skills? I'm going to try to be stealthy. Okay, uh, I'm going to ask you and Corzin to make stealth checks, please. <laughs> um, yeah, Lucia I'm will be travelling with you. Celestius is the le- has the least to worry about. Oh, oh dear. Oh, okay. That's a twenty-three. Okay. That's a ten. <laughs> All right. Uh, there is. One as you, you make your way through the, the back of town, uh, through the dark streets of Borwick's Bay, uh, there is a point when a couple of guardsmen uh, are walking in your direction, and one of them seems to notice you. But Lucia roughly shoves you into the alleyway and goes, uh, uh, looks up at the at the guardsmen and winks. Fancy, uh, fancy a bit a, a bit of something special tonight. They go, <clears throat> no, thank you, Mum. And the pair of them walk on. <laughs> you make it um, back successfully to, I believe it was, the stuck pig. Okay. Uh, Lucy. Yeah, there's a stuck pig and the mermaid's milk, wasn't there? Yep, yeah, the stuck pig, the mermaid's <laughs> milk, and the wishing <laughs> fish. Uh, so, you. Uh, Head back to the uh, stuck pig, where uh, you know, you're is uh, brought back to the. Uh, uh, it's it's a fairly full night, and Theron, the uh, bald, uh, dark-skinned half-elf uh, with golden eyes, uh, nods as you arrive. Quasin, my tall friend. He looks you up and down, Celestius. Um, kind of, you know. <laughs> Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like Appraisingly. Yeah. Mm. So, 
It'll be another round of depth charges for you all. Of course, another round of depth charges on me. Okay. Celebrating Yay. that we're still alive. <laughs> okay, it'll be because um, because it, it's this because it, it's moderately strong spirits in a in standard uh, beer. I'm going to call this uh, two silvers. Mm. And um, okay, I'd also like a whiskey as well. Please. Three then. Yeah. And he pours cool. in uh, I'm going to say this Wasn't is... a little bit pull, put out that um, somehow he was spotted, even though he was being really sneaky. Oh, no, they didn't spot you, but you don't know that. <laughs> so, the um, the three... Uh, uh, you settle down with, uh, Lu, uh, with Lucia, and uh, actually, there's also hat up, less uh, visible and, uh, you know, looking quite human today, uh, Casimir. Uh, who has uh, is, you know, got his hat on, uh, rings on his fingers, and uh, cur- uh, uh, and uh, playing with some cards. Uh, hello, my friends. It's good to see you. I trust your trip was profitable. Uh, yes, yes, it was profitable. Actually, we got quite a few, quite a few things. Well, and we didn't well, die. We didn't die. We're still here. Always That's a well, I understand your ship will be making its way in a couple of days, so you have a bit of time in the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm all out of work for you at the moment, but um, if you fancy, we could play some cards for tonight before yes. we make our separate ways. Let's play some cards. Okay, so... I'm good for that. Uh, do you know either uh, Haystacks or Undermine? Uh, and I'm actually going to say... I really don't fucking know. Uh, you, would, you would know them. Uh, Causing, you know both of these. Uh, basically, Undermine is a game... Both of them are card games. Undermine's a game that is uh, based around... It's more of a bluffing game. Uh, it's about trying right. to... Uh, hide, you know, your cards are hidden, and you're trying to... Uh, uh, disco- uh, either convince other players to fold rather, uh, uh, rather than having to pay more and more stakes uh, and ev- uh, eventually there's got to be a reveal. Uh, Haystacks is more of a strategic game uh, as it, it, it's, a, it's a question of uh, guessing, uh, of trying to get the uh, what was it? Yeah, whoever, of getting the highest total at the end. Uh, so it depends which one you guys would prefer to play. More the bluffing game or more the strategy game? Bluffing. 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 bluffing, bluffing. Yeah, bluffing. <laughs> so, the... Uh... Really not bluffing. Okay, so... Um, the Alright, so this is... I'll tell you how to play Undermine. So, uh, each... During the game, uh, it's worth mentioning that uh, cards below house cards win. So each of you... Uh, draws a card from the deck uh, one at a time. So you so you all draw one card and then you all draw another. Hmm. At the same time, there is an, one hand of cards, the house, that's face up in the middle of the uh, uh, table. Uh, each time you draw a card, you roll a d6. Hmm. If you have more than the house than the house total, and someone calls you and asks to see your uh, your cards, uh, then you're out. If the person who calls your hand uh, is wrong, and you have less than or the same as the house uh, total, they're out instead. So it's effectively like liar's dice. Yeah, with basically. Cards. Once once you get up to a full hand or of cheat, five, actually. yeah. Once you like get cheat. up to once you get up to a full hand of five, there's one last chance for players to raise the pot because you can raise the pot after every draw, or fold. 
and then all the hands are shown. And the lowest card total of all of the hands wins, regardless of whether or not it was above the house. Okay. So you can uh, so you can win by getting to the end, and even if everyone's card was higher than the total, you mm. still win. So, is uh, uh, going to start. All right, I'll start with... I'm feeling... If it's not too rich for your blood, I start with... 25 silver. Yeah, I'll match that. Yeah. Okay. So everyone puts in 25 Carefully, that's silver. child gamble. <laughs> oh, child's yes, drinking. child's well. drinking already. Uh, interestingly... <laughs> the you know, child is drinking and playing poker. As you, as you drink your drink, um, uh, Scamp, you realise that it's just, like, it's kind of, like, the taste is there, but you're not getting the buzz you normally do. Mm. Oh my god, I'd forgotten. Yep. I better drink more. <laughs> <laughs> so, the five of you playing. Okay, so I'm going to ask each of you to roll a d6. I will also roll a, a quietly well d6s for Casimir. And um, do you want to not see what I'm rolling? Uh, I'm just not going to look. Okay, so cool. keep a note of your total. Okay. Is it like a conglomerate total? Yeah, it's the conglomerate total. So how many times do you want us to roll a d6? Uh, I will ask you to each time. So just okay. the first time this time. Okay. So the uh, Casimir draws the house card. The first house card is two. Okay, and the objective is that the, we want to make out that it's higher than the house. No, you want to make out that you've got lo- less than or equal to the house. Okay. Um, so right now with a house of two... There's very good odds that every that most people have higher than the house, mm-hmm. uh, but depending, you can also uh, you can also raise the uh, bet to indicate that you are confident that you have less than that, uh, or current, equal to. Yeah, or equal to the current total of two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to raise the bet. Anyone game? Well, yeah, you you, I'll see you, you you say how much you want to raise it by. Okay, um, let's go up to fifty silver. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I would like you to roll either a an, a deception or perception check. Oh, sorry, deception or persuasion check without telling me which it is. Uh, and I'm going to roll uh, okay. an insight check for Cassie. Can we insight her? You can. That is. I think I shall do so. A hang on, my maths mm. is failing. That's a sixteen. Yeah, thirteen. Okay. Uh, she's pretty hard to read. Uh, Casimir Krogos. So mysterious. I said out loud in character. (laughs) (laughs) Casimir chuckles and says, I am in. He pushes pushes another 25 silver into the pot. Lysia nods, does the same. Uh, Okay, so if everyone's still in, the pot has now gone up to uh, 50 times 5, so 250 silver. Mm. I'm going to ask you all to roll another d6, please. Okay, the house was a one, so the total is now three. (laughs) (laughs) Casimir looks at it. I too will raise this stakes. Seventy-five. If you can't match it, you have to fold, is the idea. I can match How it. many rounds Is he looking are they? confident? Uh, make a, uh, there are a total of five rounds. 
Fuck it, I'm gonna stay in. Okay, so you stay in. Uh, you can make a make an insight check. Natural twenty. Uh oh, bugger, that's rubbish from me. He's hard. <laughs> He's hard to read. He rolled a natural twenty as well. <gasps> no oh. way. <laughs> So it's very hard for me to read yeah. with my Thor. <laughs> 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 God damn him. Okay. Yeah. So, I... oh, yep. so the bet is now at 75. It's time for the third card. Roll your d6s. Oh, Oh, the house rolled a six. The new total is nine. Okay. Okay. Mm. There's a bit of quiet, waiting to see whether anyone... Casimir uh, and Lucia are looking to see whether anyone is offering to raise the stakes. I'll raise. I'll match. Okay. Casimir yeah, okay. and Lucia match. Go, uh, are you putting up to 100? Uh, yeah, go on then. Okay. <laughs> Uh, since it seems to be going in 25 <laughs> uh, increments. Puts up to 100, but Lucia says, All right, I'm calling it. Show me your cards. Oh. What's your total? Uh, it's to, it's to, uh, it's to uh, specifically to Celestia, I realise. My total is definitely 11, and I was hoping there'd be another round. So. Okay. Lucia chuckles. I say, yeah, I was hoping there'd be another one on top of that. I thought maybe I could pull it back. Well, there's two more. There's two more rounds in the game, but I'm glad you'd. Uh, I'm glad you uh, had more. Mm. So, <clears throat> still four of you left in the game, um, and yeah, so and then plus if there's anything else. So what happens because she's so out? she called you out. She doesn't need to show you her cards, but because you had more car uh, more than the house total, uh, you are out of the game. Your pot stays in the game. Okay, cool. So I'm out. Yeah, awesome. so you're just out, and the story continues between the next four of you. So, I'm going to ask you to draw another card. That's alright, Celestia's drinking water and observing. Yeah. Nope, not water. Yeah. She's definitely drinking whiskey. Yeah. I said that because I'm drinking water in real life and my brain just looked yeah. at the water. <laughs> okay. Okay. The house rolled a four, so the total is now 13. Oh dear. So that's a four. Uh, Casimir kind of looks at the pair, uh, look, uh, looks at you, the pair of you. Scamps fidgeting. <laughs> okay. Corzin is um, he he is adopting a practiced uh, poker face. Ooh. Okay, Casimir's going to try and read you. Can you make um, just a deception check just to conceal your intentions, please? Yep. Can I try and read him too? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I can't. I got a four again. <laughs> deception. Yeah. Oh, that's a nine. Okay. Um, Casimir, yeah, Casimir is staring at you intently. I'm going to say... I'm going to phrase this as, do you feel confident about your chances of winning this game in the next round? Not hugely. Okay. Casimir sees this and goes, let's raise the stakes one more time. Pushes it. Oh, can I try and read Casimir? You can. 
Can I also join that? I just want you a backseat can. driver from the corner. Uh, oh, I got a one. I got a 14. <laughs> okay. Um, Scamp, you can't really read much. Uh, like, Casimir is unreadable as ever. However, uh, you, Celestia, you notice that Casimir's eyes are flicking down to his uh, cards and just checking those, checking the house total a couple of times. But Does he, he look worried? He seems he seems very concerned. About, he seems very not concerned, but very attentive to the current total versus his his present total. Uh, he is, however, raising the stakes by another twenty five. So up to the up to you guys whether you want. Actually, no, it's the it's the last round. So he's gonna he's going to say, let's put. I'm going to raise the stakes by fifty. Last chance oh. to fold. How much is the total each now? At the moment, it's a hundred. It will then it will then become a hundred and fifty. Okay, um... I'm gonna lean over to Scamp and go, He looks worried. So do I! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, you're okay. sweating a little bit. I wipe a bit of sweat off her forehead. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, I'm in. Yeah, okay. You see, guys? Yeah, what the hell. Okay, last, last D6s, please. Ooh. Okay, and the house rolled a six. The final total is 19, but it doesn't matter. Uh, the final total is 19. So, after all five cards are drawn, there is one last chance for players to raise or fold. So, looking at where it is, I'm going to say uh, Casimir is. Calls and raises. <gasps> How much do you raise by? Another 50. <laughs> to 200. Okay. Uh, Casimir's going to try and read you again. Can I, can I, can I roll to read cause in? I want to read yeah, cause in. Yeah, can I support everyone? <laughs> no. 17 from me. Uh, 13. Uh, I roll another deception. Yep, another deception, please. 13. Okay. Oh, oh, I know. What happens if we match? Hard to read for you. Uh, the It's slight advantage to the defender. So, yeah, fair like, enough. Causing is hard to read. That said, Casimir got a natural 20. I got a 17. Uh, so, so I yeah. Uh, again, the question is, how confident do you feel about winning a, a, against a the A lot token? more than I was previously. <laughs> Casimir is looking at what, what he's already put in. Lucia goes, nah, I fold. Yeah, so Lucia is locking eyes with Casimir now, waiting to see who blinks first. Okay. Casimir says, "I will match." Yeah. Okay. I might as well too. Okay. So an, an extra three, an extra hundred and fifty is put into the pot. My God, this is getting intense. And, <laughs> okay. So I'm going to start with uh, I'm going to start with Scamp. How, what's your total? Twelve. Cousin, what's your total? Seventeen. Um, Casimir. Is this a a slight? Everyone's revealed. Celestia would like to use uh, minor illusion to make a drum roll sound. (laughs) (laughs) Casimir unfolds his. Fifteen. He looks to you. Well done, Scamp. I'm surprisingly deceptive, and no one thought to look at me. <laughs> you little shit! I love that you did that. <laughs> well, that was uh, that is me clean that for the night. Uh, scamp, you take uh, so you take back. Bearing in mind, uh, like so, reduce. Uh, you already bet two hundred. 
into this. Mm -hmm. So uh, so minus two hundred. You take away three, five, six hundred and fifty silver pieces. Nice. <laughs> and the rest of us lose two hundred. And right. the uh, and you lose how much you bet in. So Celestia, you lose a hundred. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've taken. It yeah, because you've taken yeah, yeah. It off already. Uh, Lucia bowed out, so she, uh, she lost 150, and, the, and yeah, you, you lose 200, and so does Cassidy. I'm going to smack the table next to Scamp and use prestidigitation to write winner on it in glowing letters. Casimir. <laughs> 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 um, yes. I can't help but notice you've just lost a lot of money. Um, don't fancy selling me some more opium, do you? Come downstairs, I'll see what I can do for you. You had a lot of that. <laughs> Uh, how much? I don't listen to either of you. <laughs> it's a actually point because it has been a long rest. Can I ask you to roll a, oh, shit, uh, yeah. a, a constitution save for me, please? No, that's a d6. I'm rolling d6s because we're rolling them for yep. the card game. <laughs> oh, that's an eight. <laughs> okay, you you still have the addiction counter at one. Yeah, I haven't right. had any no. um, since yesterday. That's fine. Uh, okay, so uh, you yeah, how much opium do you want to buy from him? Um, He's offering to, uh, at the same rate, disc rate as before, two gold as opposed to five gold, gold. Be legally. Okay. Um, I'll buy ten. That's all right. Could I, could I buy ten no, they're Thank you. Thank you for the gold pieces. As well, I appreciate Passes it. Passes it to you. Okay, so you have a few more drinks before you make your way back to the ship for the evening, assuming you're staying in your bunks there. Yeah, um, on the yeah. way there, mm -hmm. I have to. Uh, Corsin would say, right now. We've just had a very lucrative venture here. And yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, you don't. You don't mean the gambling. I might have. <laughs> I should have mentioned this on the way back, but before we get back to the ship, we've got to. Um, I got to make you aware of this. What happened on Slavitska's Isle? Keep to yourself, because our takings out of that. Well, put it this way: it, it's. And Jason, correct me if I'm wrong mm. with my maths here. It's like several times what an enlisted officer would be paid. Yeah, for you, a, uh, yeah, you've for basically made away with quite a lot of cash. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah function, we also need to still it, have but, all the shit. Yeah, so you've got a, you've got yeah. a backpack just loaded with swag, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Keep it close to you. Okay. Don't show it to anyone. Don't mention it. That sort of stuff breeds ill feeling and we don't need that I'm very subtle I don't know what you're worried about <laughs> no I just I had to say this because you know you, you don't quite know uh, the um, uh, the ways of the sea as yet but you're getting there uh, but it's this is important because yeah you, the second anyone knows that you got that you become a target no, good to know. Um, fair enough. I oh, yeah, will be, it's worth I will be stum, cousin. <laughs> it's worth mm. mentioning you also have the small power to gain in your backpack as oh, well. Oh, shit. No, we do have that. Because <laughs> you took that um, with you. I would very much advise you to put that in the uh, ship's powder stores. Yeah, I think that would probably be the best use for it. Will they notice an extra powder keg? Will they worry where it's come from? Possibly, but it's much better than it accidentally going off 
anywhere else, frankly. Yes, and I suppose, actually, if anything, they'd be grateful if we say we managed to grab this somewhere. Yep. They're not going to immediately assume that we've also made loads of money. That's not really how it works, is it? Mm. They're going to be like, oh, thank you for the extra powder keg. In my experience, uh, Captain Brandy's got got a head enough on his shoulders not to ask too many questions about where things come from. Things are not so much requisitioned as <clears throat> obtained. I mean, he works on a privateer ship. If he gets pressures about stealing, then there's something wrong with him. <laughs> Right, you make an excellent point. Literally his job. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the three of you make your way back to the ship. Um, you settle in for the evening. Uh, you're still on leave, so you don't have a, you don't have to stand any watches. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say, when the morning comes, you head up you know, after finding a secure place to stash your loot. Uh, mm literally right next to where you're sleeping so you can keep an eye on it uh you wake up and as you head down to the galley for breakfast there is a familiar figure waiting for you uh dressed once uh, once again in his uh flamboyant red coat with uh, black trousers and white shirt and feathered cap is uh, the dis- is the diminutive but uh, distinctive form of Fighty Gubbinswick. Mm-hmm. He looks up as you arrive. Well, if that isn't my three favourite people. You're one of our favourite people too. Thank you so much. I don't think we've said it, but that was pretty much the best distraction anyone could have ever made thank you for posting my bail and for recommending this ship i've paid uh i've paid for a very nice little uh, cabin had to kick your uh, uh fellow vegan out but i'm sure he, but I've, i believe he's been comfortably uh, re- recompensed for his issues he taps his waist and there's the jingle of coins wow. so uh, i've paid for a passage as far as crosswater uh after that who knows uh, and actually i should get something for you you were uh, sit and have your uh, ha- have your porridge I'm gonna grab. Uh, I'm gonna grab you something. And he steps up and walks off towards uh, what you recognise as the way towards Uncle Veek's cabin. Uh, so apparently, if you're if you're paying that much as a passenger, you get to kick the first mate out of his chambers. I tend to pair them and go. Uncle Veek's gonna be pissed. <laughs> uh, at this point, well, reaching uh, uh, part, uh, sort of stretching over from one of the. Uh, uh, from one of the uh, other tables is uh, Seaman uh, Saltz who comes over and says uh, I won't be too worried I won't be too worried Vee <laughs> uh, uh, got a very nice uh, 20 gold crown cut out, uh, out of the out of the 120 that uh, that man paid for his passage <laughs> I mean, I suppose for lack of bed that's yeah, Vigas is uh, happy to drink that up on his own. <laughs> well, fair enough. Yeah. I, I did wonder how much that uh, the first mate's cabin was co- uh, would cost. Well, the captain wasn't uh, particularly uh, <laughs> keen on it to start with, but then that gnome started flushing his money around, and <laughs> he is pretty loaded by the looks of things. Yeah. He's a very <laughs> famous tailor. Yeah, I uh, I know some of the lads were uh, having some thoughts about that, and then first night. First night he was on here, he got pissed drunk and uh, beat three of them to a bloody pulp. <laughs> and then bought them all drinks, so, you know. 
That does. And seem now to they're be friends. Thing. No, but we're all. But I think I think anyone who was planning to rob him is now mm. too shit scared of him. We had a fight Meh. when we were drunk, and now we're friends. I wondered if that was how it worked with him. I I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, He's a gentleman brawler. Is yeah. uh, is what I think we've uh, discovered. Speaking of which, uh, where, where have the three of you been for the last three days? Oh, we went gallivanting around. We yeah. were drunk. Yeah, mostly drinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, more three party. Day pub crawl, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, there are only three pubs. <laughs> Wait, definitely, though, because the, uh, the the pious don't take kindly to me for some reason. I couldn't possibly comment about. Right. And people don't like my so, face. Uh, uh, salt looks at you. <laughs> oh yeah, nothing to do with uh, the <laughs> improvements to the flag that uh, showed up a few days ago, right before we you disappeared. Know. Anything I about couldn't that. possibly comment about that. <laughs> I, I know absolutely nothing of, of uh, the entire affair. Oh, she, she slaps you heartily on the back. Speaking of which, I have something to pick up from the blacksmiths. I'm going to do that. That's all right. Oh, um, actually, there was a delivery for you. Uh, Fighty said he'd pick it up for you. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Brilliant. Right, I need to go stand my watch. So uh, you enjoy your breakfast. She gives you a wink and uh, heads up above deck. It's around this point that uh, Fighty comes back with um, basically a small duffel bag. Okay. <laughs> uh, and pops it onto the table. Okay, so I've got a few things for you. Uh, one of these is actually a delivery that arrived for you. Oh, yes. Uh, and uh, he produces from his bag uh, the midnight blue leather cod piece studded with iron studs in a uh, uh, there is a C done on it and it's actually done in a slightly cursive C as well Ooh, and studs all around the edges yeah, as yeah. well yeah. nice I'm gonna put it on <laughs> right. yes before you do that I've got a, a few thank yous for you so Ooh. for helping uh, bust me out of uh, jail which I we got you into <laughs> That we especially. definitely got you into jail. I figured, you know, there's uh, there's nothing that says thanks like clothes, and I am a tailor. So, I do love clothes. Uh, this one is for you. Uh, was it Celest- Celestia, right? Celestia yes. Stardust, my darling, yes. Oh, fantastic. Oh, I can see with the C. Mm, C for, uh, uh, for Celestia, yeah. I see. Uh, so he reaches out and he produces a, long, a pair... Uh, he apparently can size you by eye because these are actually well proportioned for your size a pair of thigh high white leather boots (gasps) matching white (laughs) gloves and and leggings with a hidden leather chest plate under a long silver tunic with long silver sleeves over the tunic there is a knee length purple coat with elbow length sleeves and there are long silver highlights running down its length the silver tunic is is hemmed with matching purple and includes a V-shaped purple neckline terminating in a downward arrow. That's so incredible. It's like 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 on those t-shirts that say get it here and there's Pretty an arrow. Much, yeah, yeah, that's what's yeah, happening. That's what's happening. Is it also slightly too low to be appropriate for anything ever? Oh, it's actually it's cut it's cut to be like, you know, that you could depending on how you wear it, it will vary. Oh, but... Celestia's gonna wear it so low. Oh yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm kind of imagining something like Lady Gaga collided with Dr. Frankenfurter. I, I'm gonna be very <laughs> blunt here and I'm gonna say this outfit is directly inspired by something that uh, David Bowie's wife wore. In, uh, there's a 
there's an image of David Bowie and his wife doing something, and, Dave, and, and for once, Bowie, uh, I can't, it's completely blanking on the name, um, she had a more impressive outfit than Bowie. Wow. So I copied that oh. version of it. Wow. Uh, oh, I need to Google this later. I'm yeah. so excited. Uh, check out the... Uh, Someone, if, if we are at the point where we are getting fan art, yeah. like now, I have no yeah. idea if we are, because yeah. we are recording this so far ahead that episode yeah. one isn't even out, but like, if we are... Please, someone. <laughs> it's <laughs> so somewhere good. in the Vogue uh, style guide for David Bowie. Amazing. Um, okay, so. <clears throat> I love that you've looked through you. this. It's so good. Yeah. So, Corazon. Uh, it was Corazon, right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. So, I got uh, something for uh, for you as well. Uh, oh. And I figured with what you know, what I've seen you wear, this might suit your, your taste. Yeah. It produces an open, sleeveless waistcoat, similar to the one you've already got. But... It is cut from a rich, deep forest green cloth, and the shoulders and the hems are embroidered with a repeating wave pattern in bronze ah, thread. So uh, they also, the waistcoat comes with a bronze-coloured cummerbund, some black trousers, and a brand new pair of black jack boots and a new tricorn. Oh my Fantastic. god, this is so exciting! And, uh, <laughs> uh, didn't you have a dwarf travelling with you? Uh, no, yes, no. he's dead. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> That's terrible. He's, I mean, um, I mean, I suppose I could give you the clothes I was intending for him, but um, yeah. <laughs> um, I suppose it would be better than ritualistically burning them, which is what I'd normally do. Yeah, um, I, mean, I think he's... Scamp would happily take the clothes. Definitely. Yes, thank you. Yeah, okay, I think Scamp well. is the exact same height and proportions as the dwarf. That's actually very convenient, yeah. Mm. Oh, well, that's a good thing, because I size this based on his proportions, so this should fit you just fine. Yeah, luckily. Yeah. They're exactly that's the same also size. Also coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I've, got, I've gone for a uh, traditional dwarven travelling outfit, but uh, also blended with the fest- traditional festival outfit style. Uh, oh. So, he produces a long, floor-length black robe, uh, cinched in at the waist with a belt and a matching cloak and hood. Now both the robe and the cloak are hemmed with six inch thick repeating patterns, chunky dwarven knots in repeating bronze and silver thread. The belt is uh, similarly like six inches thick. It's made of brown leather and it has brass and silver repeating knots, again in the dwarven uh, knot style, and a very chunky brass buckle, again quite, quite a dwarven style. Uh, it comes with black, uh, with some black leather gloves, and the robe you notice is full of hidden pockets. That's mm. so fun. I designed it to be uh, stylish and practical, you know. So, so as you know, it seemed to me that the, that fellow, uh, well, you know, spirits rest his soul. In, <coughs> I mean, uh, regent rest his soul on that. <clears throat> uh, would have, uh, would have. Seemed like a practical sort who did a lot of travelling, but would still appreciate style. Uh, I'm sure that uh, you, young uh, Tiefling... Scamp is exactly will, the same. Yeah, I'm sure that you, young Tiefling, will get a lot of use out of it for much the same reason. It's a shame, It's a shame because, you know, like, you know, what would really complete this is, is a beard, and I cut it with that in mind, but it should be all right. Yeah. I mean, I've got a fake one I can wear. That's fantastic. <laughs> if you just put that on, you'll look almost identical. Wait a minute. <laughs> can I roll an uh, insight check to see if he is bullshitting here? Yes. He, I, I'm getting the, the distinct impression he knows full well what is up. Yeah, go for it. That's a natural 20. <laughs> Apparently, Fighty has legitimately not twigged it until this moment. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that is just incredible. Mm, beautiful. <laughs> Fighty, you are one of all of our favourite people, I say, in my fantastic new clothes. Yeah, you Thank just get you. dressed there and then. I mean, is this the effect that Whoa, you were going for? Oh, I didn't for? need to see all of that. That is, that is pretty much exactly what I was going okay. for. Are you fantastic. charging me for this? Or? No, this is on the house. I'll charge you for any future efforts I desire Oh, for God, I have so much in mind. But, we're going to uh, have a great is, time together. This is, really a th- this is a thank you to the three of you for yeah, getting me... Uh, getting me out of the big house. Oh, well. I, was, I was afraid I'd have to get out my usual way, and <laughs> that, that would have asked, it caused too many questions. What is or your is that usual going to be way? punching through a wall? Let's, uh, let's go with that, and uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, right, I am going to finish off a cu- my last couple of commissions before I leave this town, and uh, probably get drunk and have some fights. Yeah, have, have fun. I will. <laughs> and uh, with that, he gets up and leaves. Uh, so, you've got two days to kill. We uh, need to sell some shit. Yeah, what, guy, what would you guys like to do over the next two days? Um, buy more sweets! <laughs> yes. How many sweets would you like to buy? I think uh, I previously established that you can get like like a, like a massive bag for a gold pe- uh, crown up to this point. Well, I appear to have two pounds in my inventory, but I think I've probably eaten them. Yeah. Yes, you yes, will have yeah. done. <laughs> so another two pounds of sweets seems like a good Yep, option. you do. You get a whole um, two more massive bags of boiled sweets. Mm. Um, so we've got cotton and silk and saffron and all sorts of things. Um, we've also got a glass priestess dagger and an ivory pearl eel statue. Mm. Um, oh, do we oh. want to sell all the noble stuff and maybe keep the last two? Like, how do we feel? Yeah, until we can find a way of finding out what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, so should I say in those few days we sell all the stuff? Yeah, I'm going to ask you for some investigation checks to find the best place to sell those. Okay. Uh, does someone want to help? Oh, yes. Okay, so should I make that yeah, with advantage? Yeah, make it with advantage. I can't believe I have the best investigation in this group. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that so would, well, on. one of those was a natural one, so it's good that you helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a 16. Okay, so uh, the best place, as it turns out, to sell the uh, cloth is Fighty, uh, who is actually oh. looking to replenish his inventory and has quite a fair amount of money. Um, right. I'm going to ask you for... Yeah, because we're abstracting this. I'm going to ask you for a persuasion check for haggling. Okay. Because yeah, we, there's there's more stuff we want to do this uh, this session, so I'm going to breeze past oh, God. this. God, um, to a degree. That's a fourteen. Okay. Uh, so the bolts of cloth and silk you're selling, Fighty kind of looks over it. Hmm. Tell you what, I'll give you mm, three ten for the lot. Uh. Gold. Is that for the cotton or the So that's for the cotton and the spider silk. That's actually pretty good. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, because they're worth 300, so 310 is like, yeah. Okay. So Um, shall we say we split the 310? Yeah. Yeah. So what, 100 and something each? 103 and then one one gold to whoever the rock, paper, scissors for it, potentially. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we roll for rock, paper, scissors? Because that's really funny. Um, Everyone roll a d20. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Nine. Oh, Two. that's pretty good. Uh, that is an eighteen. Okay, after a nine rounds of rock paper scissors, there's a few ties. Uh, you eventually manage to win the gold piece. So that's okay. Two. Um, 
I um, I hide it and then I go up to Scamp and I go, Scamp, you've, you've got something just there. And I'm looking behind her. You've got, you've got something, but something just there. You, you feel it? No. I go behind her ear, and I like sleight of hand the sleight coin Sleight of hand out. check, please. Uh, <laughs> this is verse, uh, yeah, and perception from Scamp, please. Oh, shit. Five. That's a natural one. <laughs> you, Scamp, uh, you very obviously see her palm the gold piece behind your, your, your ear, but it's it's kind of adorable. <laughs> Look, you've got some ear gold. <laughs> <laughs> this came from you, it's now yours. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Um, the can I have another another check for the spices, please? Uh, yeah. Investigation. Uh, again, I'm going to make it with advantage, assuming you yep. guys are helping. So, yeah, um, that's yep. a thirteen. Okay, uh, you do find um, someone in town uh, who wholesale uh, deals in spices. There's, uh, you don't really have the time to divide this up and sell it uh, piecemeal, but uh, after a bit of you know, bargaining. I'm going to say, make another persuasion check to for haggling, please. Causing might know where to sell spices because yeah. he's been here before. Ah, uh, natural twenty. Okay, um, and actually, uh, causing having been here before and hearing the initial offer from this guy, you're like, no, 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 we want to speak to this person. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you take them over to someone uh, you've met, uh, one of their competitors who you've actually dealt with before, and uh, who has no particular love for the Harbour Master's tariffs. <laughs> Uh, no. <clears throat> and is uh, given the recent embarrassment that he suffered is all too happy uh, to extend you a solid 400 gold for both the cinnamon and the saffron Ooh. you're a man after my own heart nice um, okay. was there anything else you were selling yet? Um, there's the glass priestess dagger and the ivory pearl eel statue but I think we decided that okay, we're keeping those, those for, for now cool. should we see um, if there's someone who can tell us what they are? Like, is there a magic person you can... Oh, I do have that, that potion as well. That case. I have a clear potion as well. That's we true. Go to a shop uh, that does make, all of those things? Make an investigation check. Also, how are we dividing this gold? So 400... What is 400 divided by 3, guys? Help me. Uh, 133, 333, 333. Yeah, 133 and then rock, paper, scissors for yeah, the last gold piece. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> 15. 17. Gozen? Uh, 3. <laughs> Once Aww. again, Celestia has the is just the best rock paper scissors player. I'm gonna go. Oh, Corzin, Corzin, look, look, this. There's something, <laughs> something behind your ear. Okay, Corzin is gonna make a dexterity check to try and grab it out of her hand. Okay, make a make a slight handshake to oppose this. <laughs> Nine. Natural one. Okay. Yes! Oh yeah, she Eight. actually manages. She she kind of puts it behind you, and as you go to grab it, she uh, she manages to pull it out of your other ear. <laughs> Are you do- oh, you. That's that's your ear gold, cousin. That's, that's what that is. You should definitely take it because your ears made it. <sighs> so like, snatch it out of her hand, going yeah, you, and like bites into it just to, out of spite. <laughs> you might have earwax on it. You want to be careful. <sighs> so you. Um... I love being a bard so much. <laughs> <laughs> I can do the stupidest shit and it's fine. Hashtag Bants. <laughs> Hashtag Bard Bants. Bishop of Banterbury. <laughs> uh. oh. Hashtag Bard Bants. <laughs> <laughs> Please make that a thing, listeners. That yeah. would be Please amazing. Like, also sort of terrible, but <laughs> I would love it. Right. Uh, what 
at the moment. So, what was your investigation check to find someone to identify? Oh, I haven't done it yet. Yes. Yeah, hang on. Um, I was too busy pulling coins out of people's ears. <laughs> so, how much gold is that total for oh, us all? Um, that is 133 each, but 134 for you because I pulled the last one out of your ear. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, so um, that is... Oh, I, and plus whatever we had before as well, but yeah. I, I guess maybe you've added that already, have you? Yeah, was in um, 133 plus the uh, 103. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we that's before. right. Right, okay. But it's 134 for you, the second one, because I pulled it oh, out for okay. you. Um, so that's a natural 20 that I got for okay. finding magic shops. <laughs> At first, you're absolutely despairing, and then you, as you, on a whim, you decide to uh, go to, to to go to somewhere else, just thinking. Well, I guess I haven't really heard it. I've, you know, I've not, I've not really been around this town, and maybe I should check out somewhere near the crafts district. You know, go back, whoops, sweep by that way on the way to uh, maybe asking around if there's like a, uh, you know, like a, a like a library or something in this sort of place. You know, somewhere that um, might provide the sort of uh, you know, what, what I'm after. And as you make your way down one of the cra- si- uh, the cra- stri- uh, side streets, uh, you find a couple of shops, one next to each other. One is a leatherworker's shop with uh, an image of a, of a big smiling ox with enormous horns. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> and next to the horn, I nudge Corzin like, look, look what shop it is. <laughs> Next, you... what do they sell in there? Fishing equipment. <coughs> the uh, this, tackle. Yeah, this this shop is the only shop you've seen with um, black curtain. Oh well, apart from that one undertaker you passed, uh, with uh, black curtains over the windows for privacy. I want to go in so badly, but we have a child oh, with that us. That kind of shop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next to it, however, is a, a little sort of two-story terrace uh, building with a um, bra- uh, with, with a sign uh, over it uh, of uh, what appears to be a classical sort of uh, crystal orb, um, but with what I guess thinking in terms of classical education. Like maybe, maybe only Celestia would clearly recognise as mathematical notations inside. Ah. Uh, and it says, uh, and it reads, "F stand diviner." Oh, cool. Would I know what that means? Uh, yeah, uh, you know that a diviner uh, is uh, divination is one of the schools of magic, specifically uh, devoted to finding things out, seeing things from a distance, and analysing objects. Oh, like identifying stuff. Yeah. Oh, cool. So this would actually be the perfect person to ask. Lovely. He can see the future. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can, can she see, see the future? You don't know. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go in. Okay. <clears throat> you um, enter the shop. Uh, and the little bell rings as you come in, uh, and the part, uh, and you can see that uh, the bottom half of this shop is actually uh, set up as quite a comfortable lounge, rather than uh, you know, there's not really a shop front or anything because the 
well, the person who operates here sells services rather than objects for the most part. Um, but there is, you know, there are some comfortable chairs sat around. There is a small uh, bar. You notice with a steel grill over it um, for uh, for someone to stand behind an adjoining door, and uh, you hear a voice call from uh, somewhere behind the grill. Wait a minute. <clears throat> right, and a. Human man, probably in his fifties, um, kind of short, curly grey hair, and a scar across his chin, uh, which is clean shaven, uh, comes up. He's dressed in um, not so much like the stereotypical robes of a mage of old, just in a comfortable uh, waistcoat, pant- uh, pantaloons. Um, you can't really see whether he's got culottes on, probably. Uh, and a shirt, uh, and uh, he he looks at those. He looks at the three of you as you arrive. This is actually a question. Uh, Scamp, are you here, and how are you dressed? I think I'm risking the uh, hood and beard at the okay. moment. Uh, you are so well dressed that no one has actually connected the scruffy dwarf who uh, <laughs> ah, who nice. committed the crime with this clearly well-to-do dwarf. Mm. Up to this point. Uh, um, thanks three. Hello. Hello, uh, Celestia Stardust. Nice to meet you. I've got a hand he, out. He doesn't reach for your hand through the metal I grill. Do a little stretch and make and it into a dance. But he gives you a, a um, nod. So we have, stand. We have some things uh, we want to get identified. All right. Uh, possibly magical, we think. All right. He points to a bit of the grill, um, which has a little hatch that can be lifted. Uh, if you want to place them there, uh, let's take a look at what you have, and I'll tell you how much it'll cost you. Okay. Um, I guess ivory and pearl eel statue first. What's that? Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Um, yeah, we've got this. I pull the dagger out, and also this. I pull the potion out, the clear potion. Mm-hmm. He lifts the hatch, takes the clear potion, and corks it. Yeah, I won't charge you anything for that. Puts it back. That's Amazing. acid. Oh. All right. Yeah, Not magical, you. but... Um... Hmm. Well, glad we didn't drink that. Um... <laughs> right. As for the other two... Uh... My standard fee is 10 gold crowns per item. Mm. Um, I'll take half now. The other half when I'm done. Uh, Skinner, I... Are you in a rush? Are we in a rush? Like, in all seriousness? No. I don't think so. Not hugely. Oh, no, this is like the start of the three yeah, days yeah. before we're leaving, isn't it? Yeah. So, no, not particularly. All right. If you want to take a seat there, this is going to take me about 20 minutes. Because uh, I'm okay. going to do this the slow way. I give him way. ten gold. All right, I thank you. I charge more for the fast way. Uh, so, in the meantime, do you want uh, anything to drink while you're waiting? Um. Tea. I got a bit of coffee. Small uh, beer. I'll have a coffee if you're offering, please. Thank you. All right. You too. I've uh, I've not uh, got anything. No, I'm all right, thank you. Says to the dwarf. I'm, I'm, to, to the dwarf. I'm fine. Uh, says to the dwarf. Yeah, well, I don't have anything strong enough for you, anyway, I'm afraid. 
<laughs> Goes Nothing near. is these days. He <laughs> said, <laughs> <laughs> he nods. Yeah, I hear you. I remember the end of my tour of service. We uh, uh, tour of service. Things got so uh, so bad towards the uh, towards the back end of that. There was nothing would take the, uh, that away. Frankly, after you've drunk enough for enough time, man, no, this doesn't seem enough, does it? Shakes his head and goes off and makes you some coffee. Is he is he okay? I say to the other two. He turns, <laughs> yeah. I just meant I, I don't seem to be able to get drunk right now. I didn't. Oh dear. Really? <laughs> yeah. Not feeling it. Oh, I mean... I should drink sucks. lots and lots and see what happens. I think that would be a you very pro- good idea. That will probably just mean you piss lots and lots. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I assume that part of alcohol still, uh, still can oh, have no effect. Yeah. Still liquid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, it's still a diuretic, of course, yeah. I mean... Do you think... Do you think you could drink... Drink more than a lot of people right now? Definitely. This could be a fun thing. Do you think this it's a weird thing? This could be a potentially thing? lucrative thing. It could be a very lucrative. We should play later with that and see how good this is. <laughs> okay. Uh, he returns with the coffee. Uh, it's black. It's just a straight black coffee. Passes it to you. Right. <sighs> you can you actually... mentioned you did service. Uh, might I ask with whom? Uh, Bright Hall. Thirteen years war. Ah, yeah, and that's uh, I trained uh, by the regent. How long ago is it? How long ago since I was in the since I was at the academy? Oh, I trained back in the seventies. Uh, stayed on for a tour. Uh, got to the middle of the thirteen years. Renewed my commission. Stayed on for another seven years. Was glad when it was over, but. Took my pile I'd made in that time, retired, set this place up. Mm. Nice. You... See much action, did you? Too much, all said and done. But um, I was mostly behind the lines. I specialised. I was specialist diviner, so it was mostly the the evokers, the th- uh, the transmuters, the necromancers. They were the ones up on the front. Uh, my job was intelligence. I scouted enemy huh. movements from afar, did what I can to analyse any captured equipment, that sort of thing. Scrying? Yeah, they used me a lot on uh, spotting tra- uh, spies and traitors too. Huh. Wow. No. Wasn't, um, wasn't the cleanest of work, but what can I say? War very rarely is. No, Dude. but I, I thank the region I wasn't on the front that much. Mm. Very lucky. Do you, um, did, did you say that you scry? Yeah. Uh, it's... Uh, it's not as... It's not something I do often, um, but... And it is expensive, but it is a service I offer. How expensive? Give me a moment. Uh, actually... You can. Have you got the player's handbook down there? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'll just ask you to pass that to me. <laughs> I've hidden the player's handbook. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let me do uh, these rituals for you, and uh, then I'll check my price list. Thank you. Okay. So he takes the uh, uh, the 
little statuette first. And you can see through the grill, he has a workspace set up in the next room, including a wide table. He goes and he uh, takes, they can see there's, a, there's like a pigeonhole rack with long rolls of canvas inside. He removes one of them, unrolls it over the table, and it is just this elaborate arcane circle has been pre-drawn mm. places the uh, uh the uh, uh statuette in the middle and starts uh carefully taking little objects and items placing them around the circle and making small adjustments actually with a piece of chalk uh to the circle as he goes uh so one moment, i'm just going to check scrying for you whilst he's doing that okay <laughs> uh scamp as you watch you can see that this is he's doing something similar uh, to what he did with uh, uh, to what he did with the um, uh, to, to what Thurling actually Thimblebury did with mending the ship this is a ritual so rather than a quick version of the spell uh, he's taking his time to slowly cast it drawing upon external energies and as you watch it you can see that there's actually bits of this that make sense to you in a weird way like again it's entirely instinctual but there's parts of the ritual where you watch and you think I can see how I could make that happen if I did this and, and yeah it's it's hard to say exactly how but studying it you know you can see that there's some bits that are strangely yeah makes sense he um take, takes 10 minutes well actually 11 minutes to finish casting the first identification ritual uh, the circle flares with blue light at the end of it, briefly highlighting the uh, uh, the statue, which seems to play with a complex pattern of lights. And he sort of studies the lights for a minute until they fade. Hmm. Picks the statue up, returns it to the hatch. Well, this uh, appears to have once been the idol of a spirit likely connected with healing in some way. It's left an impression on it, which is nice. Uh, I don't suppose you... No, I don't read the... I can't read the inscription on the bottom. Uh, there's another spell I can cast to do that, uh, but uh, so that would cost extra. But it seems to me that if you read that inscription through in its entirety, I guess if you were really fast you could rattle it off in about six seconds or so, then it will uh, heal whoever's uh, holding it. Um, takes a while to build its energies back up. Probably only get about one use out of it per day. Mm. Yeah, the uh, statuette, if activated as an action by reading in uh, by reciting the prayer on the bottom, which is uh, in Sawagin, so Corzin can read this. Uh, okay. Costs uh, will heal one d eight plus uh, two hit points. Oh, that's very good, oh. actually. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So basically, effectively, it, it effectively kill wounds. wounds yeah. yeah. Only to the uh, only to the person holding it. Still, though, pretty good. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So write that Does down. it have to be the person holding it who reads it? Uh, no. Uh, someone else can read it, but the person receiving the effect has to hold it. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm going to say. Actually, no, no. I'm going to, for convenience, I'm going to say no. The person who the person who holds it has to be the person who reads it because that makes more sense. Because otherwise, yeah. someone else could use the action and that would be weird. 
Can Confusing. do you have to be reading it, or can you just be no, no? You can recite it. it. You don't need to read it. It's so just, if it's learnt, yes, yeah, so you can learn it phonetically and read it. Uh, and oh, cool. It off. Okay. Yeah. If, if Corson can read it, he can uh, yeah. explain to you. Okay, yeah. so you you pronounce that more like a and this yeah. one's more like a. Sort of I take I take that back. Actually, no. You you totally can place it in someone's hands and read it. Okay. And read it with, and the person holding it will get the benefit. Mm. Uh, I, I thought about that. I Maybe. Oh, see, for a second, we should give it to Scamp because Scamp doesn't have any healing. <laughs> but like, in all seriousness, like we both have healing yeah. spells, you don't like. It would be nice yeah. for you to have like one. How big is this thing? Ah, uh, it's. I think I said it was about uh, ten inches tall. Let me just double check. It's quite a big thing to be this tying to me. Uh, belt. T- 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 it's like an action. Put it man. in your backpack. <laughs> <laughs> the, let's see, Sanagan encounter. It's a really big thing for Corzin to carry around. Oh, God. Yeah, for, well, for Corzin, that, well, actually, if it's 10 inches, then that's nearly a third of his total height. Oh, he's so tiny. I love him. Mm. <laughs> I have so much fun picturing the scale of us, like, passing things between yeah. us and it, like, looking different sizes in everybody's hands. Like, I swear that's yeah. what I spend, like, a good... <laughs> Fifth of my time. Okay, doing I didn't state it, but I think it's it, I so think fun. From memory, I think it was ten inches. Yeah, so it's okay. you know, it's it's almost a football. It's, it's, it's fair, chunky. It's a fairly chunky thing. It's, it's made from a single massive tooth. God, with the two pearls stuck in. Um, but yeah, I I vote we give it to Scamp. Like, what does everyone else think? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. It, sounds, it seems sensible, doesn't it? So okay. yeah, yeah, you pop yeah. that in your. The uh, diviner actually says. Um, I mean, myself, you know, looking at that, that's pretty useful. I'd offer to buy it from you for 300 gold crowns, but it might be more useful if you get into a lot of danger yourselves. Yeah, we, we can always use more healing, frankly, but that's thank right. you for the offer. I'll get started on this uh, dagger then. Uh, and over the next 10 minutes, he looks in, over the dagger and uh, says, Bad news with this. I'm afraid this is uh, just an ordinary uh, obsidian dagger. But if you want, I'll take it in uh, in lieu of the other ten gold you owe me. I mean, do either of you want it for anything? Nah. I'm not particularly bothered. Causing? I've I've already got one. It's fine. I've got a dagger too. Yeah, yeah, that works. Um, Also, an OC apology. I just misgendered Scamp again. I really do apologise. I gendered her as I gendered them as Robbie again. (laughs) (laughs) Happens all the time. So yeah, I just yeah. Okay, that's all right. Well, it it happens. We know. Yeah, but um, we, we need to be better. Yeah. So, he goes back. Right, so, about the scrying. Uh, yeah, so I can look for... Uh, this works best on people. Um, I've got a person in mind. Okay. Uh, so, I can do... I can. It'll take me about ten minutes, and I can focus in on them for about 10 minutes uh it's expensive i'm afraid how expensive <sighs> that will cost you 200 gold pieces mm, i'm afraid this i'm afraid uh this the uh scrying mirror i built for, uh, to make it possible was quite done. expensive to build done i can give you some money it's all right scamp yeah you don't have to give Got me money loads <laughs> all right <laughs> Uh, so. That's very sweet. <laughs> if I just to. spend it on sweets, I will die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
you really don't have to. That's 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 your money. Don't worry. Okay. But um, yes. Do you? All right. Uh, so, I don't know this person, but they're the person you want to find. But uh, if there's someone in particular, if you've got a picture of them, a possession that belonged to them, or you know, a lock of their hair, anything I, like that. I have a gift from them. Um, but would I get it back? Oh yeah, absolutely. What what kind of scrying spell would completely destroy an object like that? I don't know. Um, Listen, have you been talking to scryers who've been offering to do that sort of thing for you and it would have actually taken, and they've claimed it would destroy whatever object? No, they just wanted to steal whatever it was. Fucking asshole. But, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's worth mentioning for our listeners, technical truth. She only said you wouldn't get it back. She didn't say that it would be a result of the uh, of the ritual, so she was planning to just nick whatever you gave her. <laughs> By the way, I said fucking asshole out loud in character. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. the record. Okay. That's oh, a good point, though. Do you think we'd be able to uh, find out where she got to? We could, but um, not with this 200 gold that I've just spent, I'm afraid. No, nope. all right. No, no. I'm not suggesting that. You've got your own things to be dealing with. That's all right. So, uh... I um I take off a bracelet. It's a leather bracelet, quite yeah. simple. And it's got a little leather charm on it that's like half a circle. And um, the half circle has sort of the moon setting, like almost as though yeah. the um, half circle line is the horizon and the moon setting down. It's got little stars on it and it's yeah. sort of painted up nicely, kind of thing. So I pass that to him like, um, this is it. Okay. Takes, a, takes it through the little hatch uh, and you see him goes, right, give me a moment. I'm going to set this up. Rolls up the identification circle, puts it away, and goes into the next room where he returns uh, a couple of minutes later with uh, what appears to be a very large polished mirror. Um, and he proceeds to fill it uh, with uh, a jug of what appears to be mercury and uh, starts setting up uh, a number of things around it. You notice that he pulls out a complex array of what appear to be uh, very carefully cut blocks of um, silvery metals of different type of different colors. I'm uh, not in different colors. They're mostly vague, uh, like variations on silver. But ah, uh, none of you have any proficiency in metalworking of any type, do you? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, no. No. Uh, na- any of you have proficiency in nature? Nature? Definitely yes, not. I do. Okay, I can le- I'll let you make a nature check, see if you can identify any of these by sight. Celeste is right. getting very fidgety while this is going on. That's a uh, 15. Yeah, these are interesting. Like, there are some metals you've you've seen before in, like, chemists' shops. Like you know, like in the sense of people who work with chemistry, uh, uh-huh. and you work like there is the, there's stuff like tant, I think tantalum exists at this point. I'm not sure. Uh, well, I mean, obviously it exists, but I think the material, the means to isolate it exists. So yeah, there's unusual things like tantalum, molybdenum, uh, a lot of metals. Like they're not just you know silver the way that um, celestial scamp would assume looking at it. These uh, some of these are very unusual metals that appear to have been chosen for their magical resonance in some way. Mm. And they've been 
carefully inscribed with complex sigil patterns. And so he seems to be aligning them around the, this mirror full of mercury in very, uh, this concave mirror in very specific ways. It takes him about 10 minutes to set up and he finally um, places the uh, locket in the mercury with a pair of tongs. He looks up and goes, don't worry, you'll get this back afterwards. Thank you. So, what's the name of the person I'm looking for? Uh, Leah Leardon. Okay. I can watch them for ten minutes. During that time, I'm going to be in functionally a trance. So, if you have anything specific you want to know about them uh, that you want me to look for, I can do it now. Uh, um, you need to tell me now. I want to know if she's alive, uh, where she is, what state she's in, who else has any information okay. about where she is and what state she's in. I can only look... I can only see in her immediate area. This, the, If I recognise where she is, any significant landmarks or similar, then I can tell you that. Any information is good at this point. This will... If she is alive, this spell will take... If it doesn't, then I will tell you. Thank you. Okay, so... He aligns the last few uh, metal objects, and all of them begin to hum with light. Uh, and sound, <laughs> because humming. And you watch as the mercury begins to ripple and shift, and there are shadows of it in it, and things that you can't quite see. And as he stares down into it, sort of placing his hands so he can comfortably rest on the table and look down, his eyes begin to shine, uh, begin to take on the shape of the mercury, yeah. flashing silver. And he's just seen, and for the next ten minutes, he just watches. Celestia paces and like yeah. stares at him periodically and just takes his more. Actually, no. Before that, uh, Leah, because she's unaware of this, has to make a saving throw. Fortunately, he is competent. Good. <laughs> After ten minutes of waiting, the mercury stills and it fades from his eyes. <sighs> so? Okay, <clears throat> he returns. First of all, she's alive. Oh, thank you. Good, good. She has been. She's received an injury. Uh, it appears that at some point in the recent past, she was gashed along her face with a bladed object. Right. Uh, the wound has not been receiving good treatment. It has been festering, but it has been receiving some treatment. She has currently. Uh, she currently has the eye bandaged. I'm not sure of its current state. Uh, right. One eye seems to be fine. Last, uh, for the ten minutes I observed, she was uh, sat. Appears to be, uh, I would assume, I would say, the hold of a ship. Uh, judging from the sounds, the motion, very little light, only a light creeping from the through the floor, uh, the boards above. Uh, there was a wind, there was a porthole partially open some distance away, but again, I wasn't able to get a lot of. Uh, I, w I couldn't look that far. 
The rest of the light was provided by uh, oil lamps. It seemed that she, from what I could see of her, she most, she remained within this room, she didn't leave. She was dealing, uh, there were a number of other injured individuals, variety so of like, races. Like a hospital sort of thing? Of a sort. Uh, like like the, sh- the ship's first aid bit? Well, if it was, then it was an impromptu one, and one that she seemed to be running or at least assisting in. Uh, from what I saw, she was moving between the other injured individuals uh, with, or I can only see with perhaps a bowl, a bucket of salt water, and some fr- and some fresh water, uh, getting them to drink where they could. Clean so no one rooms. else was helping. Her. No, there were there were um, a couple of others as well. Were they injured as well? Was yes, it looks themselves? like they were. It looks like they were mostly taking care of each other as best they so could. So they've just been left under the ship to um, die, basically. I don't know. The um, what I saw there was treatment. Someone uh, there was at least one individual who had uh, lost a leg, and it had been cleaned and bound. But and there and certainly some some care had been provided in terms of uh, medical supplies in the least. But it seemed rather that they were dealing with very stretched supplies. I only saw ten minutes of it, mm-hmm. but whether if they have been. As I assume from your in uh, from your infection captured, then their captors are doing what they can to keep them alive. Mm. That much seems to be the case. I didn't see anyone come into or out of the hold at the time, so I can't say whether or not they are being held prisoner there or not. No one was in any chains, although okay. I did see scarring which would match up to long-term wearing of chains and manacles. Did you have scars? Uh, from what I could see, some mild scarring around the wrists from long to uh, from uh, from, um, but more the result of recently healing injury. The main uh, the main injury, as far as I could tell, was the uh, uh, face wound. I'm how, afraid I couldn't. How bad is that? Is is that something? That... Depends. With a, with the attention of a skilled uh, doctor or ship surgeon, she'll have a nasty scar and keep the eye. Without, she might lose the eye. Right. It all depends on what sort of facilities they have, where they make port, and what they can get hold of. Hmm. Celestia's going to get a little bit visibly wobbly for a second and take herself to the nearest chair and just sort of sit um, thank you for that information I assume that's that's all of it that's everything I was able to observe I tried to gather as much information as I could but without a view of the surface I couldn't tell you what ship they were on I couldn't tell you where they were I didn't spot I wasn't able to spot much in terms of coastline, but it felt like they were in transit rather than at dock. And alive. 
Um, thank you for that. Um, could I have the bracelet back, please? Yes, of course. He takes the tongs and uh, pulls the bracelet out of the mercury, gives it a bit of a shake, makes sure it's dab dabs it with a towel, just in case there's any uh, lingering uh, little mercury globules in it. Mm. I put it back uh, on my wrist. It. I just sort of hang on to it for a minute and try and um, gather myself. Not well. And just pat her on the shoulder awkwardly. Causing wood, but you can't reach. <laughs> but, um... I'm sorry about your companion's uh, situation. If I could find more information than that, I would. Mm, you, you gave me everything you could. I appreciate you um, right. being so forthright. Um, right, did anyone else have anything they wanted to do here? Okay, so with that, he uh, begins clearing away the scrying equipment. Well, she's alive, I suppose. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, well, we know more now than we did before. Yeah, we do. Um, I'd like to know the name of whoever cut her face up, but that can come later, I suppose. Well, we've got a, at least a lead on where she might be. We do. I mean, there's no reason to believe that she'd have moved off that ship, the uh, the Scarlet Wind. We've got a place to ask if she has those. We do, and now, attacks. frankly, um, we know that there is point in asking, which is a relative luxury compared to what we had for uh, for a while. Yeah. So, right. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to do while we're here? I want a colouring book. It seems kind of silly now. We can get you a colouring book. <laughs> can Just I? a blank one I can scribble in. You know, it's kind of strange. You've done almost everything other than too well. There's two notable exceptions of age-inappropriate things you haven't done. But other than that... Um... <laughs> Yeah. You've got a, a, a wide range of um, uh, uh, of age-appropriate and inappropriate activities, is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. um, at this I point, haven't had much time to be a kid. At um, really? this point, actually... You can be a kid, Sam. It's okay. I'm going to say uh, Farrell uh, returns... Uh, actually returns uh, with a large uh, book... Uh, it's just, uh, it's about sort of a little bit larger than A4, kind of sized. Uh, it's bound in very cheap leather, uh, and it's full, or and it's just full of blank pages, uh, pages of paper. It says, "Well, since you three have been particularly good customers today, he uh, lifts the hatch and passes it through." So, do you wanted something to scribble in? <sighs> That's I've perfect. <laughs> That's... Not uh, not quite seen an artistic dwarf uh, of uh, of you <coughs> your yeah, type um, before, mm, but uh, adult dwarf. <laughs> yeah, I understand you. You mostly mostly going for the sculpting, but yeah, what can I say? I've had this lying around. That's very kind of you. That's all right. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Oh, one moment. He comes back with a selection of coloured pencils. 
My niece left these. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Kind, gentle, sir. That's all right. And um, thank you for your scrying. It's, we're a lot further on than we were. Um, I appreciate it. Do you have any other services or items for sale that might be of use to us? Uh, I'm mostly dealing services. Um, as for uh, not many, not much in the way of items. Yeah, I was curious about the uh, about the statuette because, well. Just happen to know a couple. I have a couple of correspondent uh, friends who might be interested in such a thing, but it's not really something I mostly deal with. Uh, in terms of my common uh, spells that I do, I do translations of books a lot. I have a spell that lets me uh, work through different languages. I detect. I look at things. You know, help detect uh, the presence of uh, absence of magic on them. Uh, that sort of thing. There's a few services I don't offer anymore, which I used to do for the, uh, uh, for the, for the military as well. But, yeah, just, and a bit of just general spellcasting work. Fair enough. I think that is everything we can ask currently. Yeah, I think, uh, I think I'd like to go and get quite drunk now. That sounds like a really good plan. Yeah. Right. And, uh... Much obliged to you, sir. All right. And Cox's tricon. Safe drinking. Thank you. Uh, and you head out to get plastered. Uh, before we Day go drinking off, once again. Woo! Before we go on to our break, I'm just going to ask you, uh, in summary, what the pair of you do for the next couple of days before you set sail. Uh, I wait till Celestia's super drunk, and then I try and sleight of hand... A lot of gold. How much gold? Oh my god. Uh, 75 gold. They're <laughs> <laughs> okay. not small things. This is going to be really hard. I mean, Celestia does get really pissed. Oh, yeah, I'm going like, to say, really well, we're just going to say, you get, you get rat assed. So make your perception check with disadvantage. Hang on. Oh, uh, that would be a six. <laughs> 19. Oh, wow. You gain 75 gold pieces. <laughs> Corzin is going to try and see if there are any um, tiny little uh, odd jobs he can do for people or um, uh, other gambling games he can get himself into to try and increase his pile. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say... All right, for odd jobs, roll an investigation check. All right. I think that's an 11. Oh wait, no, no, that's a twelve. Nothing that's too... you. You make enough to pay for drinking money, but not Fair that enough. much more. Um, you know, just a couple of things like you know fixing, you know fi fixing roofs and the like. Um, but if you want to try gambling, uh, you don't have. Do you have proficiency in any gambling uh, tools, like cards no. or dice or anything? All right. I don't think so. <laughs> mm. All right. Uh, I do have some rules for this. Okay, I'm going to ask you to to make some rolls for me. So this is gambling. Okay. Uh, you have... I'm going to ask you to make a check uh, one at a time against... Let me see, it's 2d10. Okay. Uh, can I ask you to make an insight check first, please? Okay. That's a... Oh, that's a 15. 
Okay. Nice. That's actually one failure. Uh, can I ask you to make a deception check, please? Yep. Nine. Okay. And can I ask you to make uh, an intimidation check, please? Eighteen. Okay. He's got terrible intimidation, yet, you know, for... yeah. Uh, anyway, carry on. <laughs> you come out of it um, having only lost two gold pieces. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> now, you got, uh, the, the DC is actually rolled randomly. So... <laughs> So um so we have two two days, right? Yeah. Celestia would like to spend most of that time getting pissed, smoking opium, and singing wherever they'll have her. Okay, I'm gonna need um two constitution saves from you, please. That's a D six. Stop rolling D sixes, right. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Okay, so one success because yep. it's a sixteen. Yep. One ten? Is that a success ten, or a failure? I can't remember. That's a nine for you, actually. Oh, that is a nine. So yeah, that's one totally success, a nine. One failure. And can I have two more for as well, please? So up one, down one. How many times are we assuming that I smoke opium? Oh, no, this is for your, for your addiction counter. Oh, okay, cool. So yep, one success, that's, success. That's, a, that's a 17. And one failure, because that's okay. a three. You, you, mm. you smoke two... I'm going to say you smoke two of your bits of opium. Yeah, I think uh, two, uh, for yeah, two, yeah, two for two days. Two for two days, and you come stupid. out still at addiction counter one. So you still cut. Uh, so although you know you smoke some of it to sleep, uh, so you are able to recover hit dice back up to full. You are still at the effect that until you shake this, you can't recover hit dice and long rests without the use of opium. Unless I yeah, if you have smoke o- yeah, if you smoke opium in order to get to help you get to sleep, then you. I assume that I've been smoking yeah, it before bed. Yeah. yeah. Then you recover full hit dice instead. Cool. If I'm around her for any of this, can I um, make an insight check to see if I can uh, deduce what's going on? I'll make a medicine check. I mean, I'm not crazy addicted in terms of addiction. Yeah. Like, the addiction count no, goes I, up to ten. I'm aware of this, although I think Causen will have been around enough people, yeah. potentially, who are, to Me- know the signs. But medicine. Medicine right. check, please. That's a natural one, but I'm going to use my lucky feet because yes! I haven't used that you before. You do have one of those. You do have you do have halfling's luck. Episode nine, and we finally remembered it. <laughs> yeah, it only took this long <laughs> from yeah. all, from all of us, though. Like yeah, seriously, we, all, like, we all know that you have this, and none of us remember it. <laughs> For all that that was worth, uh, I rolled a nine, and my <laughs> you know, my medicines are actually pretty good. Um. Yeah. Celestia seems pretty cut up about the news uh, and is you know, kind of going into substance abuse over it, but she seems to be holding herself okay, as far as you can tell. Yeah, it's no worse than, you know, guys drinking over a lost love or, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm drinking lost... as well. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's yeah. just she's just going on a, be- on a two-day bender. Yeah, I, I do it's go on a two-day what's... bender. <laughs> it's what some people would refer to as self-medicating. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Not so... dealing with this, just substances instead. After, Imagine I'm very hungover. Actually, yeah, I've got Scam, what do you do over the next two days? Um, I'm going to scribble in my book. Okay. <laughs> oh. And try and write down the things, what the magic things, what I've seen, and see if I can work out how they work. Yeah, you kind of start <laughs> scribbling down what you've observed about the. Uh, uh, the the in pencil crayons. Yep, in pencil crayons. Weird bits of notes and scribbles that only make sense to you about uh, 
I think more the magic detecting side of the ritual that was observed, and uh, the uh, and what you saw about the mending. It's a mixture of three languages, none of which I can write properly. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I did. I did have a, a thought. Uh, Corzin is going to use his navigator's tools Ooh. and just study the uh, the map of the uh, the local area okay. and see if he can deduce. Where the next most likely place um, any survivors from Slavitska's Isle would have gone, assuming they would have had access to a ship okay. at least as good as the Kipper, because it wouldn't have been any better than that. Yeah, but, yeah, but they could um, have got somewhere and then gone somewhere else, couldn't they? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm thinking. That I don't at. think there are any other places other than where we are now that they could have realistically got to. Make a but, navigation check. Yeah. Navigation, alright. So this would be um, I believe it would be wisdom Yeah, wisdom plus, plus proficiency. proficiency. Right, okay. That's an unnatural 20. Nice. Yeah, there's really only two places they could have made it to uh, that are inhabited and and large enough... Like There are small coastal villages, that's the thing, which we haven't touched on, but large enough to actually catch a ship somewhere else. Oops. Oh. Sorry, that was my phone. Sorry? Uh, large enough to actually catch a ship somewhere else pretty much paid as much as Warwick's Bay from here. Hmm. No, from there. Right. Okay. And Borwick's Bay is where we're going anyway, isn't it? So. Borwick's Bay is where you are. You're going to cross. Oh, sorry, I get, I'm getting yeah. confused. We're going to cross. Yeah, Crosswater's next. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, the 22nd of Falling Leaves rolls around. You return to the ship, and as you and uh, a couple of hours before you make it, a few hours before you make a departure, you watch like hawks as the fawn, <laughs> the. Uh, was essentially a merchant frigate set sail heading north uh, towards oh, Crosswater. Mm. After it's vanished over the uh, sufficiently out of sight, you're re- you ready the ship, mm. and the Chinese regret sets sail after its prime. Oh. And that's where we will pick up after the break. Okay. Yay. So, naval combat, naval combat, naval combat. I wrote a naval combat system for this. So, we'll see you after this surely important message. (laughs) Hello. I'm a little Sahuagin minion and I've just stolen Scamp's beard. It looks really good on me. I don't see any way that this could go wrong in the future. As a fish person, I do particularly like people liking and subscribing things, particularly fish-based things, but I will also take subscribers for flintlocks and fireballs as a second best. And welcome back. All right then, so it's time for us to return to the Charlie's Regret. It is a day later. The Chinese Regret uh, pursues the fawn at distance, deliberately staying beyond the horizon at first, and then making to catch up. Now, 
to begin with, uh, Captain Brandy is uh, once out of sight of the port, is going to fly some false uh, colours uh, to start, flying bright hallish colours rather than Sulean colours, uh, so as to avoid throwing off their prey too early. Now, uh, I have put into the chat a map of the uh, Dragon Coast, as it is. Uh, which listeners will be on all the social medias, as mm-hmm. ever, including the website as well. So we'll yes. make sure that's up there. So at this point, if you want to, you can check it out and have yeah. a look. So, uh, in character, you'd be able to, you, you'd have seen the maps laid out, and you can see that the route from Bulwick's Bay to Crosswater is a sort of U-shaped curve. But, in order to get there, before passing into the Viridian Bay, both ships will need to go through the bright water channel uh, and that is where they plan to strike okay so uh, I've rolled for weather because I part of this uh, because uh, the weather can make quite a difference to ship to ship combat so at the point at which the regret finally catches sight of the form. It is a dry, uh, quite a dry day uh, for autumn. It's warm though, still that unseasonable autumn heat. And uh, although the worst of it is taken off by very, by quite strong winds pushing the ship forward. Not quite gale force, um, but certainly heavy winds, uh, and in favouring the direction of, of sail. So, both the regret and the fawn uh, will be travelling a little faster. Uh, yep, they're in high wind, so uh, so their average speed goes up by twenty percent, which slightly favours the uh, 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 the regret as the faster ship of the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the regret has an average um, at moderate winds. The regret makes about six knots, whereas the form makes about five and a half. So this during the early phase of combat, because. The point at which the uh, regret and the fawn, uh, the regret spots the fawn, is um, well. I sat down and I worked out what the effective horizon would be at the start of this, and uh, in a perfectly clear day like the day, like today, it's about fifty thousand feet away. Wow, well, that's relatively close. Yeah, the um, uh, sh- uh, ships, uh, the because of the curvature of the planet. Uh, the rate at which uh, someone spots someone is uh, dependent on their altitude. Uh, in later years, ships will have you know higher observation points, but as things are right now, the mast is only is about 180. F- the crow's nest is I think about 180 feet up from the uh, from sea level. So Quail before this research, listeners, this yes. is thorough. <laughs> like, so right. because Jesus. of the way the curvature of the earth works, uh, the spotting distance of a clear day on the horizon for the uh, for the lookout to spot the sails of the fawn is about 50,000 feet away. Okay. Um so the advantage uh, bef- uh so the advantage per hour 
is about 3,000 feet for the regret over the fall. Uh, but because they have a 20% advantage, both uh, go up by... Uh, I'm not going to do the exact maths because that would be exhausting. Uh, so I'm going to do some slightly napkin mathsing, uh, and I'm mm -hmm. going to pretend that that's 3.6 thousand uh, feet per hour uh, gain. So as the as t as the uh, as we go per hour, well, I'm going to be uh, rolling to see that how the temperature changes as well. And I'm going to be asking you to do navigate. Uh, I'm going to be asking at first. It's going to be mostly navigation checks. As we get close okay. enough to get in, to enter gun range, that's where the gunning will happen. Now, um, your characters. If you find interesting ways to act as your characters during this extended period, feel free to do so. But uh, during this time, causing. You will be acting on, but in rolling in place of Captain Brandy and First Mate Vig, making navigation checks uh, with your navigator's proficiency. Uh, so I will ask you. So when I call for a navigation check, I want you to roll it. Uh, Scamp, uh, you will be rolling in place of the recently promoted uh, head uh, uh, head gunner, uh, Seaman Salts. Uh, the other one Yes, uh, he received the promotion <laughs> while while in, in shore, and it didn't come up. Um, because Seaman Salts has better wisdom than you, uh, wisdom. Any when I call for a wisdom-related gunning check, uh, you can. She has a wisdom modifier of plus two, so you can make this at a plus four when I call for them. Celestia, I don't have a specific role for you right now, but if you think of anything interesting to do with Celestia that will help, please feel free to do so. Okay. Shanties. Uh, I'm in. Yeah, genuinely, yeah. <laughs> particularly when things close in a little bit closer, morale might actually be very important. So It's also about rhythm. Sea shanties had purpose. Yeah. True. So to keep the crew working to the same rhythm. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I will say... Uh, all right. In each round, then, of this... I'm gonna. Uh, if you can, if you can beat, because bearing in mind sustaining a rhythm like this over a long period of time uh, is a bit exhausting. If you can beat any time, you can beat a fifteen on your performance check. Okay. You can give cause an advantage on the navigation check. Doing that, yes. Yeah. I like to think I'm just gonna be sat in the corner like whiskey is the rifle now. Whiskey, whiskey Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, um, actually, I'm not sat in the corner. I wouldn't be sat in the, no, the corner. Man, you're up what on a front. load of bollocks! Yeah, I'd be yeah. sat like at the helm, looking at everyone, <laughs> like stood on, like you know, the edge of the rigging, like just up there. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I'm going to say so. Opposed navigation. Okay. Well, first of all, actually, uh, there is one thing I can ask you to do. Can I, uh, Celestia, in uh, standing in for Captain Brandy? Can you roll a deception check, please? Because I'm going to see whether they notice anything odd about the false colours yet. That's a twelve. No, they these guys are on, on it. You get Shit. This, like you. Oh like, no, sorry, that's a nine, not a six. No, that's wrong. That's a fifteen. I'm so sorry. They're all natural seventeen. Fuck uh, they they, they <laughs> spotted you guys in shore and have put two and two together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That. That's right. Place. So they will. Uh, so they will be rolling opposed navigation checks. So can I have navigation checks, please? Yep. Do you want me to make a performance thing to see if I help? Yes. That was cocked. Oh, uh, hang on. 
That's a 13 for performance, so I don't... I don't do well. <laughs> That's a 6. Oh, with advantage? Oh, you, don't, well, you didn't get the advantage. Oh, wait, wait, you didn't wait, get the advantage? advantage? No, no, sorry, no, it was 13. No, okay. like, my rhythm's yeah. pretty good, but it's not quite good enough to help. It's mostly boosting morale. They rolled a natural 20, <laughs> so I'm going to say you, you. the two ships, they're able to keep distance away from you. Mm. Um, they they would need some uh, they would need a few a, a bit more of an advantage that to completely lose you but even so the sh- the regret is faster than the form so this mm-hmm. is some skillful sailing on their part so that's our first hour an hour uh, with an hour passing God, we're rolling in hours this is yeah. So yeah so um mm. yep yeah. okay let's see if anything changes oh sorry no I do these as d20s which is especially weird for me. I'm going to need... Uh, I'll use that then for wind. The maximum range for the bow guns is 2,400 feet. So when we hit... Uh, so when, uh, so once we hit around uh, 2,000 feet, we'll go into per minute rounds instead. Mm. Okay. Uh, All right. Roll for weather. Do you think you made the system too complicated, Jason? Let's find out. Okay. <laughs> it's really cool, though. Yeah, really okay, cool. things are starting... Okay, both uh, wind, wind and heat yeah. are starting to we pick back We should publish up. this, actually. I likely will. Yeah, yeah well, um, um, listeners, will publish this. It, when this yeah. episode comes out, we'll publish uh, Jason's yeah. naval combat I'll, I'll system out. that he's uh, made. Which, by then, <laughs> I may have cool. stats for more ships as well. Yeah. Okay, so... Mm. Uh, Okay, so the both wind and uh, and heat are starting to pick back up again. Uh, I'm going to ask you for a new set of rolls, please. Uh, so that is a twenty non-natural for singing. Cool. Okay, is, is Advantage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If she gets Anything fifteen or 15, higher. Yeah. Natural twenty. Ooh. I will roll it again just in case. <laughs> okay, no, that's nat- I'll go with the natural twenty. So, so, we'll so yeah, so that was a natural two. Uh, so uh, I'm going to say you you at, like they essentially almost run aground at one point, uh, and the time it takes for them to sort this absolute mess out, uh, you manage to gain another six thousand feet on them. Uh, you are nice. now thirty five thousand feet away. It has right. it's hour six. It's hour seven. Yeah, this is, these ships combat uh, like the, this st- stage of ships combat can take a long time. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay, check for weather. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's uh, that is wind and temperature both increasing again. Okay, we're back into the we're back into strong winds, and now the heat that because it's by this was starting around around dawn. So this is now, uh, is this hour seven or hour eight? Hour seven. Hour seven. Yeah. yeah, this is now coming to midday and it is baking heat. But also super windy. But windy, yeah, like again, we're not quite hit gale, but it is, it's strong winds, high heat, everyone is sweating like a pig as they're manning the rigging. Yeah. Uh, rolls, please. Uh, so my check was, yeah, 17. Cool, so roll with advantage. Windy, windy, stormy weather blows when the wind blows. We're all together. That's what's happening. Oh, okay, that's eighteen. Uh, okay, yep. No, they again. You close another four thousand feet, twenty-six kilometers away. Now you've now halved the distance from the horizon. 
Uh, it's taken you. Oh, you saw Western, you blow, you blow. Yeah. happening. You on are. The, on it's, the rigging. It is now hour nine of the pursuit. No, he wins Western, you blow, you blow. Yeah. is like, fuck, I'm tired. I'm going to say, after this round, you might have to stop performing and rest for four hours. Four hours? Oh, Yeah, you've been working. You've been chanting eight hours straight. Jesus Christ. I mean, I assume I've had vague water breaks. And yeah, stuff, but even like... so, like, if, if you want to continue off without taking a four-hour break, I'm going to make you roll Constitution saves. Yeah, I mean, okay. against exhaustion. <laughs> what if I take like a one-hour break? Uh, I'm going to say like you've got to take a nap. Okay, cool. I've got to take a nap. Yeah, um, but it's up to you. If you you want, if you want to, you can you can go for this round and try and, and, yeah, and risk it. exhausting yourself. <laughs> okay, um, go for it. Weather is stable. Or shall I? Maybe maybe I'll have a break for this round. Okay, you're breaking. Uh, okay, so you you can't. You will come back in on round twelve. Okay, what round are we on now? Uh, round nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you 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 give your voice a rest. Oh, I take uh, some water and take some out. rest. Yeah. During this whole time, it's not just the two, the three of you who are on shift. Like the shifts have been coming on and going off and keeping the ship yeah, yeah. going over. I assume this we're rolling nine collectively hours. For yeah, everyone. you are rolling for the ship as a whole. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, can I ask? Okay. Hour twelve. You come back from your break, uh, uh, Celestia. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So. Yeah, okay, so it's getting... Uh, a very fine drizzle begins to fall. Um, uh, 22, by the way. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay, so you are... The wind has now... Uh, the wind is lowering again. Uh, the temperature is cooling, uh, but the rain, but it's it's a very warm rain uh, that's starting to fall. Can I ask for uh, your navigation check with advantage, please? Right. Fourteen. Fifteen. Uh, you s- still gaining some distance uh, at distance on them, but not as uh, not as much. Down to eleven thousand feet. Uh, hour thirteen. Uh, I'm keeping a track, by the way, because it's actually possible for them to out keep. If they can keep going long enough, they can actually get to cross water or like within range of naval patrols and escape you. Mm. Uh, so, hour thirteen. Um, okay, temperature is falling now because we are into the late afternoon, and we're actually uh, actually yeah, we're, we're kind of hitting the point where it's coming towards evening now. Uh, although the rain is picking up instead. And has now become a, a, a pretty constant, heavy, uh, just uh, continuous mm. uh, drenching the deck. Um, oh, what's the wind and temperature like? No, you're fine. No lightning. We don't get a storm yet. Ooh. Temperature or wind need to go up before storm that can happen. Uh, can I ask for a uh, performance check, please? Uh, that's a 14. Not enough. So just some standard navigation, please. Uh, 11. 12. Ah. Yeah. It is to the advantage that the ship itself is just faster, but uh, it takes it down to 9 kilometers. Uh, at this point, this late in the day, so hour 14 now, you notice something change strangely up ahead, and... 
that uh, from what is otherwise relatively sort of calm wind, uh, like you know, there's there's low wind. It's like this. There's still some wind. It's like kind of low end of moderate. The other ship's sails suddenly billow, and it begins to speed forwards at a strong wind behind it. I'm going to ask you to roll a navigation check, please. They roll theirs with advantage. Right. Oh, sorry. Uh, you can roll a strong check to see if you can contract. Oh, that's a natural one for me. Celestia oh. um, so breaks you're... a guitar string and has to restring it. Yeah, you can't, you, you can't <laughs> roll the next hour. Ah, shit. <laughs> okay. Okay, that is a 17. Ooh, 21 from them, and they have a speed boost for one hour. Uh, so ah. they are actually able—they are actually able to gain three kilometers. How anyway. many hours does it take to reach Crosswater? Uh, so that was fifth, uh, fourteen. Uh, They—if uh, they can evade you for a full twenty-four hours, they will reach sight of uh, of, navigate, uh, of ships that can uh, aid them. Mm. So it's—it's it's now hour fifteen. Night is starting to come on board. Uh, it starts. The sun is starting to set. It's cocked. Uh, the weather con- weather continues as it is, uh, sort of moderate temp, you know, like reasonably warm rain and low winds. But it seems whatever spell they used to gain that extra wind only lasted for an hour. The sails returned to normal. Uh, you can't help on this uh, round because your guitar string is broken. Yeah, I'm fixing my guitar. Uh, <laughs> can I ask you for a navigation check, please? Fourteen. Okay. You're able to close. Uh, an f- you're able to close four kilometers of distance. They are eight kilometers away. Sorry, they're eight thousand feet away from you. Wrong, uh, wrong system. Yeah. You, it's not that far. Switching is it? between I, kilometers and I feet. I mean, thousand feet, and I'm saying the wrong thing because I want to say kilo feet, but that's not how systems work. <laughs> that no. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and there is. It could be an in in universe. Um, <clears throat> We'll say killer feet for the moment. We'll say killer feet for the moment, just so I don't. I can't say killer feet because I will, my brain will explode and I yeah, will die. Yeah, your brain will explode. From the At some point, I may do a conversion of this in metric because yeah, I mean thousands of feet. Uh, right. But okay. it's like five thousand two hundred feet for a mile, and it's not even. It's more precise than that, and I don't want to worry about it. So yeah, fine. Okay. Uh, okay. So hour sixteen. It is now dark. Roll your navigation checks, please, uh, and actually performance as well. Uh, 26. Okay, with an advantage. Nice. Okay, 18. They are pulling, uh, they are pulling as fast as they can. You're now, uh, you are still able to close distance. You are 6,000 feet away. If you can get within 2,000, then, uh, combat will, will, uh, the next phase of combat will begin. Uh, okay, hour 17. Charge those cannons, boys. Oh, that's hour 17, Jesus Christ. 25. Okay. Oh, boy. It's happening. This is magically uh, happening. The rain, oh, the yeah. rain and wind is picking, uh, uh, picking up, and the sky is now covered, and you hear above. Through this whole hour, thunder and lightning begin to crackle across the skies in this in this late autumn uh, in this late autumn storm. The winds aren't that strong, but this presents uh, this presents navigation hazards. So, you, what was your performance check? Twenty-five. Okay, 
Corzin, you roll without advantage. You roll a straight roll. They roll with disadvantage. Right, okay. Visibility is quartered, but you are actually close enough that it doesn't make a difference now. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's uh, 19. Okay, and with that, after as you enter the 18th hour of the fight, you finally close into uh, gun range. So I'm going to say this, I'm going to roll for the final weather conditions. Okay. As these, uh, uh, as there's, uh, as you re get into place, the storm begins, uh, which only lasted for, it seems to have burnt itself out in an hour, but it is still, uh, and it's still, rel it's still warm, and it's still raining. Uh, it is just pouring down uh, with, uh, with just this constant deluge. Uh, if you, I'm put my hood yeah, up. what I'm going to say is, if you try anything acrobatically risky, uh, <laughs> there is a risk of going overboard. Fair warning. Because <laughs> I swim so well. Okay, so <laughs> we are now uh, rounds now go minute by minute. Uh, so uh, per minute, uh, at the level at the current rate of wind. The regret can only uh, makes fifty feet uh, has a fifty foot advantage in terms of making uh, of gaining rate with with everyone's sails in their current condition. Mm. Looking uh, staring through the darkness, uh, lit up by the very occasional still flash of lightning, although it's overcast uh, above, uh, you can see that the fawn does have. Uh, so look at the fawn. It's a bit. It's a little. It's bigger than the regret. It's a frigate rather than a sloop. But it doesn't seem to be as well armed. It's uh, broad. It's broadside uh, cannons are smaller, and there's less of them. This is a merchant ship. Mm -hmm. It has a few to deter casual pirates, but you're better armed than it. Additionally, uh, it doesn't have bow guns. It has it has uh, aft guns or possibly stern guns. I'm not really sure which it would be. So uh, it can fire. It, uh, um, it fires backwards while you are pursuing. Uh, yeah, it's, again, it's designed to try and give it an edge against pirates who are presumably pursuing it. Now, here's where I talk a little bit about how combat works in this in the gunning the gunnery phase. Um, so, as the distance closes to engagement distance, 2400 feet in this case, the rate of turns goes down to one per minute. Um, once things get to sort of swiveled gun distance or maximum spell range, depending, turns go back to once per round again. Because at that point, people right. can start firing guns and so on and individually sort of making a difference. Um, so, I'm going to say... All right. To frankly, to keep you, uh, to, uh, Celestia, to keep you uh, having a thing to do, mm -hmm. I'm going to put you in the role of Captain Brandy. Okay. Uh, causing you're still doing navigation. Uh, I assume you're functionally controlling him, but I'm rolling yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Scamp is uh, Scamp is is rolling for gunnery. So, each during each round, the ship can take an uh, has uh, can pick one of three actions. Uh, they can attack. Uh, attacks with the bow guns allow them to continue moving while at, at their normal pace while they attack. 
they can, uh, but a broadside will stop movement for a turn because they essentially maneuver so that one side of the ship is facing the other and they can fire. Okay. Um, the broadsides uh, for the Charlie's Regret do have a maximum range of 2,400 feet. So you could conceivably try and, you know, if you got 500 feet closer, so you wouldn't just lose the range while you did the broadside, you could try and pull off a broadside. Uh, you can have one, you get one broadside every three minutes. It takes two minutes to reload the bow gun, so you can take one bow gun attack, uh, like bow shot, uh, so a forward shot every two minutes. The uh, other two actions are full speed, which is a navigation check versus the wind, uh, the difficulty of the of the wind, to try and gain extra speed. Mm. Um, and or you can evade, which halves your speed but attacks against you uh, have disadvantage. Uh, this is only really useful if you've closed within range of within short range for the guns. So the guns are long range, so attacks with disadvantage anyway at twenty four hundred feet. They are short range at 600. Okay. So, uh, it's the first round of combat. Uh, what do you want to do, shipwise? Keep pursuing them or, or, or try and launch a bow gun at them. You can try and take... But with the bow guns, you can try and take down their masts from a distance to reduce their speed. Well, that sounds sensible. Yeah, mast mm. taking down is good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, by the way, so if you, is it still raining? It's still raining like a motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. There's a constant storm. Uh, by the way, if you're not comfortable with this roll, you can. Like, no, I'm fine. Um, cool. How well would alchemist fire work in the rain? Uh, alchemist fire, make an arcana check. Uh, that's a nineteen. <laughs> Alchemist fire will actually float on water and burn. Ah. Oh. So. Yeah. yeah. It's nasty stuff. It's okay, tell me when Celestia can make an action. Okay. Um, you'll need to like yeah, you'll need to get within the sort of range where it's close enough to go down to one round at a time. Yeah, I have an idea. Okay, but if you yeah. tell me when I can do a thing. Whenever <laughs> want you want, to technically. Okay, cool. Um, I want to go up to Seaman Salts. Okay. Seaman Salts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What would happen? I've I've got this. I pull out my little jar of alchemist fire. What would happen if we put this in a cannon and fired it at them? Um. Well, uh, either it would set my uh, either it would set one of my guns on fire, or it. I suppose if we're very lucky, it might go with the cannonball uh, hmm. out to where they are. Depends I was whether it hit. Wondering if that would be a good idea or not. I've got it. It's a pretty crazy idea, but. You know, if things get desperate, you can just give it a shot. Well, it's there as an option if you want it. All right. Um, it's causing an earshot. Yes, this. you are. Right. You'd be better placed to uh, try and lob it onto the deck. Yeah, and yeah, if we get close enough, that'd be good. Okay, so, um, yeah, so you're, uh, so, sorry, what do you want to do for the first round of combat? Hit them. Okay, you're making a bow attack. A bow, <laughs> a bow attack. Uh, can I? All right, so this goes over to you, Scamp. Uh, so, bow guns. Oh, they're actually dex based. What's your dexterity? Um, I think it's a plus two. Okay, so that's fine. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a dexterity. You're rolling in for salt, uh, salts in this one. Make a dexterity plus proficiency roll. 
because uh, this is an attack, and you need to and choose whether you are aiming at their hull or their masts. Masts. Okay, this is with disadvantage because you're you're at extreme distance. No. No. Oh, not dissimilar. Um, so that is an eighteen. Uh, okay, that. Oh no, the masts have a higher AC. Uh, with a, <coughs> the two shots, uh, the two balls go out. You kind of watch, and they've actually got some. Ch- they've actually got balls, a pair of balls in each cannon on a chain. So they come out and they swing and try to neck out the mass. But yeah, this was a this was a bit far distance for the to, to launch the chain ball, the chain uh-huh. shot. Uh, they the balls one flies past the ship entirely, one splashes into the water. Oh, yeah, it was a bit soon. Okay, uh, for their lot, they're going to see if they can try and make up some distance. Oh shit, okay. They pull, they actually manage to pull distance on you and get uh, get an extra 50 feet of distance. Uh, next round, you pretty much have to do full speed round though. So if you want to, if, uh, Causing, can I ask for a navigation check, please? Yep. 10. Okay. Um, no, you are. Just uh, you are able to keep pace with them, but you're still out of range. For your th- they reload the bow guns, ready to fire for uh, what fire? Uh, can I ask you for another navigation check? It's a natural one. Can I use Corson's lucky? You can. <laughs> Yay! I'm gonna say. <laughs> Mother. It wasn't another natural one. It wasn't. No, it was a two. Oh, fuck off. Oh. <laughs> okay, they are continuing to pull away. Um, oh, God, come on. We've got to get one shot in on them. Okay, make Fucking another navigation hell. check, please. Okay, that's better. That's uh, 15. Okay, the rain is storming down, but you managed to get back within t- uh, 2,400 feet. Uh, are you going to make another attack on this round? Or do you want to try and get a bit closer? Um, uh, I, well, if an 18 didn't hit, maybe we should get Let's get closer, one. yeah. Okay, uh, it's fine. Okay, so another navigation check, please. Uh, 13. Okay, you pull, I'm going to say for the sake of drama, yeah, you pull a little bit, you're, you've now, you're now within 2,300 feet. You manage to catch the wind and get a, uh, and get a fair bit closer uh, to them. You're going to get 100 feet closer. <laughs> How close do we need to be? Uh, you can fire from here, but you need to be within six hundred to shoot without disadvantage. That's going to take ages. Yeah. However, at this point, if you can, uh, like, yeah, if you if you want to risk it, you could try and do a full on broadside, which is a better chance of hitting. Although, yeah, again, it's just, uh, at some distance away. Uh, or you could try and aim for their hull with the bow guns, which How is an easy shot. How many rounds would it take us to get within six hundred feet? Um, like loads, isn't it? Yeah, which is why you're trying to break their masts or, or damage their ship because mm. I do either of those will slow them down. Yeah. Question about the broadside, actually. Yep. Assuming we are angling the ship so as to fire the broadside, yep. would it be feasible for us to do that and then, assuming, well, regardless of whether or not we hit or miss, mm. could we then continue on and then? bank in the opposite direction so we can fire another broadside from the opposite side of the ship. Yes, basically. Yeah, uh, the, 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 the wording, the way that it's set up is you can fire one every three minutes because it takes six minutes to reload the cannons and you've got two sides. Cool. Right, fine. So, yeah. 
and on the turn in which but you, you can just turn yeah, around and you can just it. turn on round and do it yeah. and have people cleverly reload yeah yeah, yeah that's it's all set up that makes sense yeah. so uh, the, the the price you pay of the broadside is you just you stop moving for one round which worth it at this point I yes, think yes let's do that okay uh, Scamp can I ask you so uh, you stop moving, assuming they can make forward at full speed. This will be they, they it means they gain five. Uh, they gain a fair bit of speed. And you, but make a uh, make a wisdom plus proficiency. Sorry, so wisdom with um, salt's wisdom, which is plus two, plus proficiency okay. attack for the broadside. Uh, this is versus. Uh, you can't target the master. This so this is versus the hull, which is a lot easier to hit. Okay. Am I still at still at disadvantage? Um, but this has much more forgiving weight rules. Oh, one of those is a natural twenty. Oh, so sad. Uh, but the other one is a twenty-one. Oh shit! Okay, so um, <laughs> one, two, three. Okay, so all of them hit. Thank God. <laughs> nice. You managed to bank the. You bank in such a way as to perfectly hit that firing, like that narrow arc of fire. And as eight guns or uh, carronades all go off, as the uh, all eight of the carronade shots uh, connect, uh, the ship is like oh, it's fortunately wasn't also facing onto you for a broadside itself, so it's not as damaged as it conceivably could actually know. This is literally as damaged as you could get. All eight of the shots hit um, and yeah. blasted it for two hundred and eighty-eight points of damage. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's at just over half health at this point. Um, nice. Yeah, it is, and it is currently suffering a speed dis a, a, a significant uh, not uh, yeah it's it's not great. Uh, into it's currently suffering a speed um, a speed penalty uh, right now. So you have um, yeah you you're currently set to make a hundred feet per round uh, per round on this thing even if you even if you don't manage to beat them uh, so as you re uh, that said um, it does manage to get a fair bit of uh, a little bit of distance away from you as it does so uh, so I'm gonna say on the two rounds in which you're reloading and getting ready for the next uh, broadside can I have a couple of navigation roll stream please yep that's a 14 and uh, non-natural 20 okay yeah I'm going to say um, they are struggling to get things back in order you manage to close by the time you're ready for another broadside you've got back to 2400 feet away excellent are you ready for still 2400 feet away Jesus. I know <laughs> this is what these are what, they, what these battles are like when a chase uh, do you want to do another broad risk another broadside yes okay uh, I mean, does everyone else agree? That's just me that said that. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I mean... <laughs> Shoot them, like... Worst case scenario, sake. they're even further <laughs> slowed, yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, so, the uh, can I ask you to roll with disadvantage, uh, please? Oh, man. That was horrible. Okay, so I rolled a 1 and a 20. Oh, natural 1. <laughs> Yeah, okay. and a natural twenty. <laughs> uh, oh, natural one. Okay, no. Uh, one of misfire. Yeah, one of the cannons misfires. Oh no! How uh, badly? Ah, uh, pretty badly. One moment. Let me roll for this. Uh, oh no! Which cannon is it, and who's near it? Fuck. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Scamp roll a luck check. Uh. 
nine. Uh, nine. Okay, it's not. You're not next to it. Uh, but I am going to say that the uh, cannon takes out three of the gunners in the process. Uh, and oh, shit. Yeah, and well, it takes them out completely. Well, shrapnel. <sighs> yeah, that that cannon is uh, is out of commission for this fight. It will need serious repair work doing. Uh, and it also has... If I just get the Charlie's regret uh, rules here. Yeah, so... Uh, and it also... T- the, the Charlie's regret itself takes 36 points of damage. Oof. Not enough to impact the sp- your speed, but... Not nice. Are they completely dead or bleeding out? Uh, let me see. I'll roll to see how many of them are... Okay- are uh, one is flat out. No, his chest is gone. Uh, oh, two of them are ble- are merely bleeding out. Or, or, or. one um, is one is bleeding out. Use, one is quite injured. Can I can Cause. I use a statue on the one that's bleeding out? Okay. I, I can do a healing word on one of them. Uh, you can. Uh, that's all right. You said statue first. You read off the statue. The wound, <laughs> the bleeding slows. Uh, they will live. But they are not. In a you fight. said there was another one, though, didn't you? Uh, he uh, causing. Uh, he is injured. But um, like he, but not not life threateningly. Just enough that he can't he can't man a gun. Okay, can I? I'm gonna drag him off the side because I'm not doing anything. Yeah, so. that's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, Causing uh, you, you you look like you were gonna maybe make a medicine check there. Yeah, I was gonna say he would leap into action. Yeah, make, try and, ma- make uh, one because this is your job. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a fifteen. Okay, you're yeah. You stabilize him. Uh, he's taken aside for a, for a time. So, uh, good news. You've saved one of the crew. Uh, okay, so well, I mean, rather you I mean, saved two, two actually, of the crew. Yeah, so I like should it. say, good news. You've only lost one of the crew. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Wasn't anybody's fault this time. It was just you this know, is actually bad a point. Uh, Scamp, can I ask you to roll eight d six for me, please? Because I need to find out how many of the other side's crew you killed during that blast. During the, during the barrage. Oh, wow. Oh. This kind of stuff's going to have so much guilt about this. These are not bad people. They're just people. Yeah. Uh, 8d6, was it? Uh, yeah. 4, 8, 10, 14, 18, 21. Oh, mate. <laughs> oh, okay, so 21 out of uh, 180 crew. It's a lot of people yep, in so one shot. 259 out of 180 crew. That's fine. Keeping a note of that. Because uh, proportionally, this reduces the number of combat-capable ones on them. And if they hit a certain number of crew, uh, they, they can't effectively sail, sail the ship either. Uh, so, uh, okay. Um, you, uh, they managed to gain some distance uh, from the shot. So I'm going to ask you for another couple of navigation checks to make up the distance again. Right. That's a twenty-three. Yep. And a oh, a twenty-two. Okay, you make back up to twenty-four hundred, and time to roll another broadside if you want. We're still at twenty-four hundred. Yeah, you're on the you're on the side which doesn't which has eight cannons. Up to you. Has. Has the damage that we've done to them thus far reduced their speed? Oh, sig- yeah. It's they've they've lost um, a good ten percent of their of their total speed. That's the thing. If you and they're on the verge of uh, another good shot of that should drop that significantly more. Mm. Or right, I, I would say actually, 
probably worse uh, full speed ahead. I reckon so, because we're not cannons. getting anywhere with the disadvantage. I think we should go for it and try and yeah. sort of ship dash for a round. Okay, um, sure. Uh, ship dash, I like that. <laughs> okay, roll it's effectively attack. what it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to say you guys are just focusing on getting closer. So Navigation. Yep, navigation, and I'm going to abstract this down to the next five minutes. 22. Okay, so uh, speeding up time then for the uh, you uh, because that's the next when they, when they change their tactics, you manage to close. Uh, I'm going to say 800 feet on them, so that puts you at 1600 feet. At this point, however, they're starting to get a bit desperate, so they are going to uh, make another navigation check for the next round. I just want to see how much closer you get. 15, no, 14, sorry. Okay, so you get another, uh, you get within 1,500 feet, but they, instead of focusing on full speed, they're getting their aft guns ready. Uh, and they're going to make, make shots against you. Uh, however, that was a four. <laughs> so, <laughs> so your gunshots splash to the yeah. side. Okay. We're going to want to take them out. Okay. We're going to want to take those aft cannons out. Okay, mm. if you want, you can make shots with your bow cannons against the aft cannons. It's not a bad shot, actually. Uh, so you can use that do that as yeah. an action if you want. I'd imagine while this is happening, Corson is down stabilising the yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, make a... Make a... I'm going to say... Yeah, make, uh, make an attack roll. Um, with or without disadvantage. So two points. Uh, with disadvantage, but they've got disadvantage attacking you as well. Lovely. Really guns. Uh, and it's dexterity based? Uh, yes, for this one. Ooh, that's a 22. Okay. With disadvantage. Nice. Wow, nice. That is very nice. 18 and a 19. Uh, they nice. do actually fire back on you, but they were going for your mast, so, it go, so the, sh the two shots actually go through their... Uh, through the through some of the uh, like the the uh, top sail, but just the sail part. Mm. And that's actually relatively easy for someone to get up there and fix. Mm. Uh, okay, so twenty. Yeah, okay. Uh, those uh, hit. I'm going to ask you to roll damage. Uh, Charles, regret damage. Can I ask you to uh, roll? Um, oh, I should actually have asked you to roll those separately, but that's all right. Uh, I'm going to put these together. Can I ask you to roll 68, uh, 3d8 twice, please? I need to know each one independently. Uh, so that is nine. Okay. Oh, 3d8. 3d8. Sorry, those were the sixes. I was just picking up the same dice. Mm -hmm. um, 3d8. That is nine. Okay. That's really weird. <laughs> That's really weird. These are quite rubbish on 3D. Uh, yeah, and 10. Okay. Both a bit rubbish. Um, It doesn't completely wipe... Uh, uh, I'm going to say... Uh, it doesn't completely wipe out uh, the bow guns. I'm going to say that it takes out one of them and kills the uh, the gunners manning them. Uh, so they're down to... A, sorry, they're down to one after gun, I should say, rather than bow guns. Uh, and they've lost uh, six crew members. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that at least will severely limit their ability to fire back on you. Uh, it seems like bow gunning and aft gunning is, is the order of the day at the moment. So I'm going to close another 100 feet for convenience. Uh, do you guys want to take another uh, bow gun, uh, another shot at their, at their aft guns? Uh, or their mast? 
Well, we could try and slow them down again. Yeah, yeah or at this point, at other... this point, you could also do a broadside and still be in range after the broadside. Uh, I'll be at disadvantage. Well, should we Which dash we and try? And... That... Go on. Well, should we dash and try and actually get in proper range? Like, could we get in range if we dash? Like, I've lost track at this point. Oh, uh, you you could get within absolute close range. Yeah. Oh my god, let's keep, do that and stop doing... shooting with disadvantage. Like... Okay, so you're gonna uh, go, go for that, or right, I'm gonna see how. <laughs> what do you guys back. think? Well, That's if everyone else agrees. That. Yeah, yeah that uh, sounds well, no, good. I was going to suggest if we can take out that other aft cannon, they have no defense against us unless they want to stop dead and try and broadside us themselves. Yeah, but like if we well, if we yeah. can't catch them, then that's sort of useless. Okay, fair what enough. What do you reckon? But I mean, we're we're within range now that they'd have to really um, peg it in order to get out of range of us. Mm. Oh, but we're shooting them with disadvantage. It'd be so much easier if we just got into not disadvantage range. All right, let's do it. Okay, so uh, it's fifteen, so it will take. You've currently. Got, and then we can take out them. You're currently traveling at hundred feet over them, uh, so to get within that will take nine nine rounds. So during those nine rounds, they're going to take Afghan shots again against your mast. Fair enough. Mm, uh, that's quite a few rounds. Yeah. Nope. 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 It's with a disadvantage. No. <laughs> Okay, they're Afghan. The last Afghan explodes. Oh wow! <laughs> Natural one. Uh, <laughs> that would be a misfire. Uh, oh, oh well, no need to do that now then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> however, as you close to within broadside range, they uh, you can see they seeing the way the wind is blowing. They are also turning for their own broadside. Uh, so they are going to broadside you at the same time you broadside them. Uh, so. Let's. Uh, I'm going to ask you to roll some broad, broad make it roll your broadside attack. You're using the stronger side, the one with eight guns. Uh, so roll attack the, without disadvantage. They are going to do the same. Oh, that's a six. Six total. Yeah, to hit. Yeah. Okay. No, you need uh, you need a solid. Um, you need at least ten to, to for any of them to hit. Uh, they, however, are much. Oh god, yeah, no, that. So that's forty-eight per, uh, which averages uh, two sixty. Okay. Uh, okay, so they manage to fire back, hitting with. Uh, they've got six of those that they can shoot with, so four of four of their long gun shots crack, 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 manage to impact the side of the uh, uh, the side of the ship. You take eight. The ship takes seventy two points of uh, impact. Ouch. It was on yeah. It was on four sixty one. So okay, that's just about uh, that's enough to slightly slow you down a little bit as well uh you also t uh, oh, in addition i'm gonna roll this there's four of them here right so i'm gonna put them in a different core that's a total of 14 crew members killed or oh, incapacitated shit. and i'm gonna require each of you to roll a luck check please Oh, 17. Six. 
Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, 17, 6, and causing? That's a 2. Okay, so, um, Corzin, roll a dex save for me, please. Alright. That's a 21. Okay, that's good news, because that means... Do you um, need one from me? Was mine that low? Or... No. Okay, cool, good. I rolled it percentile-wise. Five... Uh, oh, shit. Uh, so... Okay, 20 halved to 10 points of percussive damage uh, from uh, uh, from this. Uh, from, you don't get clipped by the cannonball itself, but you do get smacked by a lot of the uh, uh, exploding debris. That's almost worse. Mm. Okay, so uh, well, that said, both ships have stopped uh, at that point, and are now both of you swing round for a matching, for a second broadside, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah, might okay. as well. Yeah. Roll a new broadside check, please. Okay. Uh, picking a new dice. This is really That's cool, by the so way. Oh, <laughs> fuck. You don't get to play anymore. That's oh, a one. No. Oh, one. Oh, shit. Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay, this is, this is looking bad. Uh, they... Okay. First of all, another of the cannons blows. It's on the same left. It's on the right-hand side of the ship, the one that took previously as well. So you, te- so the ship takes another, um, th- another thirty-two points of, uh, uh, sorry, thirty-six points of damage. Another crew member is uh, killed or incapacitated. Oof. Four. Uh, so that's down to six on that side, and another. Uh, sorry. I like to think I'm kind of helping cause in where I can with healing people, mostly just holding them while he does stuff to them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like yeah. to think that's kind of what I'm doing because I can't really help with the like, guns. Hold his leg down. Hold his like leg this? down. Is this okay? Uh, and the yeah, so that's uh, eighteen times six, so that's thirty-six times three, thirty-six, seventy-two. 78, 108 points of damage to the regret. Oh, uh, so much. oh shit. That's, that should be, because that was at 396 before, so that was 108. It was 388. 200, what is, what's the, 288. What's okay, the, it's not enough to take you down to half speed. So it's yeah. about 288 out of 500 hit points. Oh, right. Yeah, so we're over half. half. Yeah. At like, fi- it's not great. But, yeah, yeah. At half the ship, uh, the ship speed goes down significantly um yeah it goes 50 percent hit points to the hole the speed goes down by half at 25 percent, the speed goes down to zero you just can't say oh, that wow, at zero the ship sinks so you know, oh, that's dear. something to avoid yeah uh, so the oh and crew there's also crew deaths from uh, all six of those shots. Yeah, we have a from the misfire or from no, the shots. No, uh, no, the misfire shots have already happened. This oh, is from okay, the shots sorry, that I'm hit. Getting mixed up with my shots. Yeah, so this is Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot. So that's five, fifteen, eighteen more crew go down. Jesus Christ! Oh. So that's ninety. Uh, so that's eighty-one out of one hundred twenty-one crew. Um, like uh, a third and, of the crew. Yeah, and at this point, I need new new uh, luck checks from you because that's uh, quite a high ch- chance. That's a twelve from me. Okay. Nine. Nine. Seven. Okay, calls in and scamp. Uh, I'm gonna ask you for dex uh, for dex saves, please. 
That's the one, but I'm using the lucky feet because yeah. otherwise I'm dead. <laughs> oh, that's so much better. That that's almost as better as it could possibly be. <laughs> that's a twenty-five. No, wait. Um, twenty-three. Sorry. Yep. Uh, Eleven. Okay. Uh, both of you take fifteen half to seven points of damage. Oof. From How's everyone looking? Blasts. I'm fine. Okay. So, um, either of you need a little healing word? Uh, I'm alright for fine. the moment. Cool. Okay. So, the uh, they are emboldened by by their success thus far. They are going to swing round and get ready for another uh, for another broadside. Do you guys want to match them, or what are you planning to do? We got to. Yeah, got to take it, them let's out. Go. Okay. okay. It's with it's with it's at least with the side that has all eight guns functioning. Good. Yeah. Roll roll broadside. Gonna use a different. Can I use tides of chaos on this? Because it's not really me. You can use tides of chaos. Uh, okay, I'm going to say you can use Tides of Chaos uh, on and roll your own attack uh, with with advantage for one of the guns because you are on that gun. But you so, can't use it for like the yeah, general roll. Do it. Do it if yeah. Do, do it if you're not happy with the general roll, then you can make one. Then you can do one by yourself with Tides of Chaos. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I don't know if that's going to hit so I'm going to do another roll for my gun okay. and then I will tell you what they both are so the general one is a 16 and my one is a 19 okay well uh, your one definitely hits and tides are now active thank ah. you for making, <laughs> for making me aware of that um, I want to think about the alchemist's fire at this point <laughs> so are we close 16 to was that we're coming up. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, uh, yeah you're now solidly feet. within 600 feet. Uh, so oh, sorry, 600 feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one can all do that. Uh, so 16... Uh, oh, the Charlie's Regret is right in front of me. It's just covered in dice, which is why I didn't notice. Uh, okay, yeah, that's, that'll do it. But the counter-strike happens as well. The Charlie's Regret oh. takes 36 points of damage, uh, okay. which is enough to put it down to... Lucky son of sons of bitches, two fifty two. Oh, it is just a smidge over full over half damage. So infuriating. Unfortunately, <laughs> eleven crew members even. are taken out of commission. Good, taken down to seventy. <laughs> um, so, uh, so which is uh, which is bad news. Um, but uh, the uh, <laughs> six out of the eight shots. Uh, from the broadside hit the form. Uh, doing. What does that mean? It means uh, 216 points of damage to the form. What is the form? That's what I'm asking. Uh, the, uh, the form is the name of the other ship. Okay, cool. Yeah, sorry. Um, so, yeah, so that's 216 points of damage to the other ship, uh, which is now 108 hit points, take, successfully taking it under 25%. And yeah, with that, one of the shots has taken out the mast as well, which just—it's dead in the water. This wow. this has now suffered so much damage. Yeah, it is just flat out dead in the water. Stationary. Wow. Um, the uh, the. I mean, what do we do here? Do we literally like genuine privateer question? 
Do we keep shooting it, or do we want it to stay above water so that we can steal shit? That's essentially the idea. Like, because I th- Although yeah. what we're going to perhaps want to do then is, if it's if it's stationary, get around the back of it where they can't shoot back at us. Um, uh, at this point, I'm going to say, like when I say it's stationary, I mean that, yeah... Yeah, and you guys do do that, but quite a few of the cannons have been put out of commission as well. I should actually see how many of the crew got just got killed by that whilst you're doing this. Oh, yeah. Because we're, we're going to have yeah, to at so some be point. 10... Ah, 15 more crewmen out. Oh my god, how many is that all together? So they... Yeah, so that's... Uh, you've you've killed 41 of their crew. Although wow. they've Although they have successfully killed 51 of yours. Holy shit, how many did we have? 121. You got lu- Yeah, you hell. got unlucky in the crew killing checks. That's nearly like half the crew. Yeah, this shit. is it's a rough time for the regret. Uh and it's going and that is going to impact the number of uh, the number of fighters. So, I'm going to ask you uh, uh the as the regret is sailing round uh the back to be out of view of the uh, uh of the uh, uh broadsides and their call rounds down the ship all up get ready for boarding okay so uh you have about a minute to make any preparations you want to make before uh combat uh, before you uh, get uh, up on deck and boarding begins I would like to cast Mage Armor, please. Okay! Um, I would like to look amazing, please. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to climb up the rigging, throw my arms out wide and go, look at me, bitches! And um, <laughs> I'm going to do my College of Glamour mantle inspiration thingy and give myself a wondrous appearance. And you oh. guys get um, D6 temporary hit points. Nice. Yay. Actually, it's... It just says creatures of my choice within sixty feet, so I guess. Oh, okay. Everyone. All right. Do. <laughs> do you want, you want, in that case, you can do this when the marine, like those of you who are uh, planning to go up and do the fighting, assemble. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. So, uh, speaking of which, uh, so originally there were forty members of the crew uh, willing to fight. Uh, the crew has gone down from. So there's just a little over half of those uh, left, proportionally speaking. So, yeah, I'm going to say uh, 25 excluding you. Cool. So 20... I'll roll a d6, I guess, so that you yeah. all know how many you've got. Oh, it's like three. That's not very good. Oh, no, sorry, it's just five. It's just five temporary hit points. Okay, it's not just, a d6. just to five temporary hit points. So that's fine. That actually, that does actually make a difference yeah. to these guys because uh, it'll help them survive. Woo! Excellent. And what sort of distance is this gonna? We're gonna be at when we start. Uh, The they're actually they're preparing as you move in. I'm gonna say the crew, uh, the ship will actually be closing in uh, at uh, from uh, from 600 feet away uh, Mm -hmm. during the first round uh, uh, during the first few rounds of combat. So. Depending, uh, like you guys can take cover if you want, uh, and only come up at a certain distance in. But the ship will be getting closer to the uh, to the uh, static ship, and people will be exchanging fire via muskets oh. during that time. I'm assuming it's a bit late for opium at this point. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah short rest. Short, short rest. Dopey is cool, cool. No, time. I'm having trouble with um how long everything takes. <laughs> yes, of course. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Like we were in hours, and then we were in minutes. And I'm like, are we still in hours? Like, yeah. yeah, it's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. For next time, opium is to do. Uh, take oh, opium I know. During I know opium, opium is like an hour. I yeah, just didn't know yeah, if it would take us that long to get section. over. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so now this uh, this is in the next minute. So, uh, yeah, as you make your way up to the deck, you know, taking. Uh, taking cover, you know, along the uh, d- uh, like the gunwale of the ship, you know, use it uh, uh, as you prepare, as the ship uh, is coming in. Uh, you can see crew members are preparing grappling hooks, ready to bring the ships together so that people can leap across uh, onto the other ship. Uh, you can uh, you can spy something in the uh, ev- in the very weak evening light. Like the is actually a fair point. Uh, there is. Uh, Members of the crew are holding lanterns. Members of the enemy crew are holding lanterns as well. Ooh. So this is—it's at night. The sky is overcast. There is still rain just pouring down, covering both decks. Uh, so the whole thing is is by lamplight. It looks great. <laughs> um, and so yeah, so that so uh, you, Captain Brandy, the various members of the regret, including. Uh, uh, people like uh, Seaman Salts and uh, F- First Mate Vig are all getting up, uh, ready, preparing to, uh, to board. Those of you that have muskets uh, have them ready as well. Uh, Important question about that. If it's raining, are the muskets wet? Uh, the muskets are wet. Uh, this is... What is the rule I was going to go for on this? Um... Yeah, so we are in uh, additional chance of misfire time. Right. Okay, I'm gonna. Ma- so the rule on this one is. So they're not wet enough to not work. They're not wet enough but... to not work. Uh, on a, so misfires on three. Okay. So, so three on a under. natural three, we uh, with this level of rain, that your your weapons, uh, your your firearms will misfire. Cool. Whether that's they just stop working for the rest of the fight, or they explode, or whatever. Mm. Uh, let's say one, two, three, stop. Uh, four, five, break, and six, bang. Cool. Got that set. Uh, so yeah, there's twenty-five of, of you plus the three of you, so I guess twenty-eight in total. Looking over at the other ship. Uh, so they've taken a fair bit of damage as well. Uh, I'm going to say like a good quarter, up to a quarter of their crew are, are out. So uh, although they have some crew fighting, uh, fighting, uh, yeah, it looks like there are a total of 35 fighters on their side. Mm-hmm. Uh, how close are we? Uh, so, yeah, as I say, it's starting at 600 feet, but by the time you get up, it's more like 400 feet, and it's pulling closer by 60 feet every round. Mm. Uh, so, essentially, like, although... And, and by this point, musket fire has already started to be exchanged, but you guys can get pretty much total cover uh, 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 on the gunwell at this point. Yeah, how close do I need to be to throw something? Uh... Honestly, like like the alchemist fire, you want to do that at the last moment. Yeah, that's like, what I was just thinking. as the ships like, about are about to connect. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but you could. That, that is certainly a thing you can do. So, I go. On. You know what we could do is uh, right now we could. Uh, I, it's not his fight at all, but we could get Fighty up here. Oh, Fighty's up there. And I realise I forgot <laughs> to mention this, but as you mentioned this, uh, Fighty swigging from a bottle of uh, 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 one of his expensive bottles of brandy, which he shoves into because his pocket. Fighty. Yes, turns out hasn't been part of the like the range fight or anything. It's not really his business, but he yeah, picks up and you can see he has in one hand a uh, his bareheaded cane. Uh, in the other hand, he has. Uh, what looks like a pair of tailor's shears. Oh, God. That's oh. horrifying. Right, I heard there was a bit of a scrap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, are you any good at, at fighting on ships? Does that affect... We'll find anything? out. <laughs> right, good. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, looking... Uh, I'm going to ask all of you to make... Oh, it's rain. It's wet and rainy and difficult. So all of you to make an insight check with disadvantage, please. Huh. <laughs> that was really good. Um, That's a th- oh a four. That's an eighteen. I rolled an 18 okay. and 20. Celestia, aided by your uh, drowned night vision, uh, although you don't straightly need it because of the lamp light. Mm-hmm. Um, you notice that the crew of the uh, like the fighters aboard the uh, fawn seem to be in two distinct camps. The majority of them like, are about twenty-five. What seem to be members of the crew who have just grabbed muskets or or or, 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 or whatever weapons they can get hold of, even to the level of like a length of two before, mm. um, to fight off these uh, attackers. They don't seem like very, they don't seem to be very confident fighters f- from the look of them. Uh, and the inc- amongst them is the captain that you saw before, the mm-hmm. sort of middle-aged human fellow, uh, brown hair, stubbly beard, kind of overweight, and he's got uh, he's clutching onto a musket. The other group uh, is a group of eleven uh, of what appear at first glance to be ordinary crewmen. They're just wearing you know sailor's garb. All of them are armed with muskets or uh, 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 muskets and uh, swords. They seem to be banding together as a coherent block. All of them are orcish or half orcish. And you notice that they are clustered around um, a young sort of female orc um, who is kind of wearing a a long coat against the rain, has blue-gray skin, uh, blue eyes, black tresses of hair, is kind of uh, uh, so actually no so she's uh, she's wearing a short a short sort of military-esque jacket and riding trousers mm-hmm. um, and this one appears to have um, a a a, 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 a a two pistols one each in a holster and uh, also a uh, at a hip a small sword mm-hmm. uh for those of you not familiar with uh, 18th century uh, fencing weapons, uh, the small sword is uh, aptly named. Uh, it's sort of descended from the rapier. It is a very small. It's it's like what like 30 inches probably in length. It's quite. It's it's relatively small weapon. It is very light. It only has a very. T- there only the very tip of it is a cutting is a cutting edge. Uh, 
In the hands of an amateur, it's not particularly dangerous. In the hands of a skilled fencer, it is lightning Like quick. terrifying, yeah. 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 It's, a, it's a weapon that's, uh, that's, built, cool. that's designed to be used quickly. It was kind of the epitome in, in our world of uh, French dueling uh, sort of Yeah, tradition. it's a dueling yeah. weapon. Yeah, um, so I've seen both where the captain is and where she is. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to shout out generally, like, near Captain Brandy and anyone else who can hear. Just, hmm. um, the important ladies over there in between all those meat head orcs on that side. And I can see the captain. He's, he's right there. Uh, the half-orcish Captain Brandy raises an eyebrow and says, Right. <laughs> yes. You. Oh, I'm gonna get really hurt for this one day, yeah. aren't I? Uh, yes. And so. You remember what I said? I don't say that in character. Yeah. Uh, I okay. A, well, you say Captain Randy doesn't have one, so I don't know what you're on okay. about. Okay. As the uh, uh, as the the crew the ship is pulling into position, how uh, at what distance do you guys want to start acting? Um. I mean. As soon as we can, I guess, but like... Like, yeah, what range, or like, do you guys want to start firing at? Uh, for pistol, your the the nicer pistols you're using is 30 foot minimum range, 90 foot uh, uh, disadvantage range. Muskets and carbines, it's 80 foot without, 320 with. So that's actually the point at which everyone will start exchanging fire. Okay. So I guess, yeah, once you're at 300 feet in, uh, I can start the counter and you guys can start f- uh, fighting if you want. So at that point, if that's the level you want to engage at. So, can I ask you all to roll initiative, please? Yeah, um, right. I have a question. Yes. We're on a ship. Are there, like, spare carbines or muskets or anything uh, that are better ranged than my gun? Actually, yes, because um, uh, you're, you're not proficient in the use of a musket, so you don't get to apply your proficiency bonus, but for some of the crew who didn't I make mean, it... I mean, until we're at 90 feet. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For the people, for the crew who didn't... Because there are some of the crew who didn't make it because of the cannon shots, you can pick up one of their guns. Oh, I'm going to nick a, nick a carbine off a tip, yeah, so you, so you, Yeah, so you <laughs> can use your dexterity, but not your proficiency bonus during Okay, use. so it's just like straight yeah. so the musket cool. fires disadvantage at 320 feet advan- at normal at 80 and does 2d6 percussive damage mm-hmm. uh has uh, unlike the carbine you must be you must be at least kneeling to reload yeah um, is it 2d6 plus anything or just 2d6 2d6 plus your dexterity okay that's cool. yeah. <clears throat> okay so uh i'm gonna uh, I'm going to ask you all to roll initiative then, please. So, um, um, I got oh, we already nine. did. Okay. So, Celestine. 12. 17. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. 12. Skim. Uh, 17. Okay, one moment. I'll roll for. Uh, okay, so Brandy got that. That's fair enough. Um, Okay, uh, and then for the enemy, so, uh, call them that. They're fighting off in the distance, so it's not too much of a worry. And for this lady, we'll call, oh shit, yeah, okay. One moment, sorry, rolling my last couple of initiatives here. Uh, there are a lot of people, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm rolling for groups, but there's a couple of I mean, special... I'm assuming you're not going to roll, like, no, 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 no. hundreds. There's, there's, there's <laughs> a couple of, uh, uh, of special contenders I, I need to be able to uh, yeah. prep for. Okay. So, um, 
Int, there's, okay, so as you hit enter the 300 foot range, um, these, uh, uh, you can see that most of the, uh, the enemy have taken up positions again, giving themselves, I'm going to say everyone has half cover mm -hmm. um, firing from the gun whales because uh, you've, you know, you're, you're covering the lower part of you. Causin, even you have half cover because you have to get up to be able to fire. Um, mechanically, how many points is half cover? Two AC, two extra AC. Uh, and to deck saves as well. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, I'm going to see whether she picks a random target or a view. Oh, okay. That means that's bad news, uh, which means causing, uh, seeming sighting tar a target pretty much at random. Uh, you see one of uh, one of the uh, orcs uh, in the more experienced crew. An old-looking orc with grey hair, white, uh, grey skin, and white hair, and uh, actually, interestingly, a scar along the edge of their throat uh, level, levels their musket at you and fires. Uh, so this would be a disadvantage. Uh, yeah, actually, quite a wow, two fourteens in a row. That's weird. Um, yeah. Uh, so he Nemes. Uh, no with uh, with his uh, with a plus. Oh, actually, no. That that uh, that's a sixteen to hit. I'm afraid. I didn't add it. Uh, okay, no, that... Okay. It nearly missed, it but nearly, not quite. Yeah. Oh. It nearly missed. <laughs> Even with the cover. Oh, with cover. Oh, actually, yeah, with the cover. Okay, yeah, yeah it cover, just... It hit. Yeah, the, the musket ball <laughs> smacks against the gunwale. Well remembered. <laughs> well remembered, well remembered <laughs> yeah. yes. Okay. So, Thank you. Uh, so, and yeah, yeah, that is merely one of a whole exchange of fire between the, uh, uh, the two ships. Uh, that makes it scamp next. You're still at 300 feet away. There's nothing I can do at 300 feet. Okay, that's fine. Uh, which makes a difference there as well. That's fine. Okay. Uh, Brandy is firing back. Uh, that uh, and yeah, the 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 enemy are firing back as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick three at random who will uh, take shots with disadvantage at you guys because they're basically shooting at anyone they can they can manage. Uh, so against Corzin, no. Scamp, no. I'm I'm completely. Oh yeah, you're just you're I'm just completely. Out I, I can't do anything, so I'm gonna duck right That's down. That's right. Uh, there is one fellow who's gonna fire. Uh, Celestia, with your current cover, does a sixteen hit you on the face? Yes, it does. Oh, I'm afraid. Okay. Squishy, squishy, bard. <sighs> you take nine mm. points of damage. Uh, from, a, uh, from a stray musket shot. Oh, I'm so squishy. Okay, uh, that. I'm alright though, it's not. Does dire. make it Corzin's go though. Alright. Corzin is gonna pop up from behind the gunnel and try and return the favour to that orc. Okay, make an attack roll. Hmm. Oh, that's a. 14? Oh, that hits, roll damage. Nice. All right. All right, that's uh, thirteen percussive damage. Caesar, <laughs> ah, uh, you strike him he heavily in the shoulder, and he uh, he ducks down behind the uh, gunnel. Ram rodding the next shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so that makes it uh, Celestia's turn next. Um, 
I'm gonna try and did I see which which one shot me? Uh yeah yeah you can you can see the fellow in question. I'm gonna try and shoot that guy because fuck him that's why. Okay, go for it. Okay, so that is disadvantage. Oh no, <laughs> that's like a five. <laughs> no, it's not gonna hit. <laughs> okay, no. Oh, did you say natural three was a misfire? Uh, natural three is a misfire. That's a natural three. Okay, so the gun jams. Uh, ah. That musket is now out of commission. Throw it over my shoulder and go for fuck's sake, and then just uh, roll a luck check to see if actually no, roll 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 a quick perception check, see if there's any other discarded muskets you could try and pick up. Oh, I'm so perceptive. Right here we go. That would be a uh, an eight. No. Fuck's sake. All out of muskets. Ah. Everyone else has grabbed one. At least there's none within range. Okay, the ship is now 240 feet. Uh, the ship's now 240 feet away. Uh, they are getting closer. Uh, so, uh, check. Nope, doesn't fire at any of you. Scamp, do you want to do anything on this round? Are you just keeping covered? Um, I guess I'm keeping cover because I don't have anything in that's right. That's right. Exchanges continue uh, with gunfire. Causing, you can make it, uh, take another shot if you want. Will do. Oh yeah, that's an unnatural twenty. Oh, nice. Uh, Same guy. With disadvantage. Oh, I, I, okay. Okay. <laughs> I had an unnatural twenty, and I just rolled a natural twenty. Oh. But I hit him, presumably. Yeah, he actually that. comes up to fire at you again, and uh, this time you manage to uh, strike him dead on. Roll your attack roll. Uh, that's uh, eight percussive. Oh, nice. With the uh, uh, actually, yeah, yeah. Eight, eight. So is it nicely done. Again, he uh, he curses uh, in Osirian and goes back da down to re desperately ramrod the next shot. Um, okay, so that's uh, yep. Uh, some shots go at Celestia and Hume. They miss Celestia. Um, I can't do that. Range so yeah. okay. I'm going to close quickly then. Uh, can anyone except Corzin do anything at 180 feet? No. Okay, Corzin, um, you're the only one relevant, so take a shot, and a shot will be taken at you. The other two are just hiding for the moment. Uh, disadvantage yep. still. Bollocks. Uh, 13. No, no. Um, that was a nine so it's 15 okay yeah these guys aren't actually that heavily armored they're relying a lot on cover but even with that that hits the old one <laughs> the old orc who tries to shoot you again and misses again <laughs> you're just having a few with this one orc <laughs> in this like no, battle full of like a hundred people you're just like this one orc he must die <laughs> no, he shot me first <laughs> he started it <laughs> okay uh, roll. Also, you know, from a tactical point of view, he's obviously the more um, heavily trained guy. You got to take them out first. Yeah. Math. <laughs> okay. Rolling damage. Roll damage. Seven percussive. Okay. Yeah. He he goes down and um, uh, yeah. Okay. So that's it. Him out of the way. Uh, okay. We are now at one hundred and twenty feet. 
Oh, is he dead? Uh, no, he, but he, he has gone straight down. Uh, d- like he has gone down again to uh, to Ramrod. If he's you've shot him, he's got three shots. He's still somehow tanking it because this is an old motherfucker. But yeah, he's not. He's looking pretty pretty injured. Um, there's old orcs and there's fast orcs, but there are no fast old orcs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, okay, so Scamp, can you act at 120 feet? Yes. Excellent. Uh, I need to check something because I think you're not the only person who can, but uh, that means it's your go. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll firebolt. Not much else I can do. Uh, Just pick anyone I can see. Make a luck check. Really? Six. You pick a guy who seems worthwhile. Just one of the the crew members. Make your attack roll. Twelve. Uh, that uh, against that ordinary crew member. Uh, no, he's got he's got a. Uh, oh wait, no. Yeah, his his armor class is ten normally, and even with the protection of the gun well, that hits roll damage. Yay! Six. Okay, you uh, bu- you heavily burn this poor crew member. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are successfully achieving oh. your role in this in this bloodthirsty combat. Um, okay, Brandy uh, fires a shot from his uh, from uh, from his musket, and you see him take the eye out of one of the ordinary crew members as well. Uh, he's down. Uh, okay, let's finally hit initiative count thirteen when we are within a hundred and fifty feet of range. One of the ordinary, seemingly ordinary crew members seems to lock eyes with you uh, with you for a moment at the sight of this of the of the fireball. No, with uh, with you, Scamp. Sorry, at okay, the side of the, cool. uh, the, uh, the fire. Uh, fire you made eye contact with the microphone. And I didn't know. What oh yeah, sorry. No, you were with, talking with you. To. I, sorry. I, I <laughs> uh, uh, Locks eyes with you, uh, Scamp. At the moment you flash the fire, and this um, what you recognise is just this small, halfling female uh, with a short mop of blonde hair uh, and spectacles, actually, along with the sailor's clothes, uh, makes a gesture with her hands and points at the uh, uh, part of the ship where you all are taking mm. cover. A tiny bead of orange light flashes oh, out of her hand balls. and explodes. Everyone needs to make uh, a, re- a, a deck save, please. And this is with plus two because cover? Uh, yeah, plus two because cover. This is a fireball. Oh, ah, shit. Oh, a deck save, actually. Um... Also ten. No, not ten. Twelve. 12. Sorry, my maths failed. 15. Okay. Uh, oh, causing you're the only one who makes the save. Which uh, is bad news for the crew members as well. So, uh, this is. The regret has taken a fucking pounding in this fight. Oh, we are yeah. like surrounded by dead people right so now. Uh, five, six. This is where. Oh, I'm really glad that the ship's uh, the, the ship's healer, uh, the, the ship's uh, no, not healer, but the ship's doctor managed to uh, save on this one. Oh, guys, there's a lot of d6s yeah. coming out. Uh, oh wait, twelve was the lowest uh, you got. That was yeah. the high, it was the second lowest, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, the the gunwell on the ants plus two, as I said, so it wouldn't help. Oh, uh, uh, enough dice to make me perma dead here. Mm. Okay, so that's eleven. 
Okay. Old high guys. Yeah, they did. Uh, okay, so it's fifteen, so twenty. Uh, right. So, uh, Celestia, what's your current hit points? My current hit points are ten. My full hit points are nineteen. Okay. Uh, you are out. I'm not dead. Am You're I? not dead out by good, good. all of two hit points. Wow. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I might be unconscious then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Wait, math. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that's... Uh, How many points was that? Right. 27 points. 20. 27 points of fire damage to... Uh, Actually, no, that's not near my permadeath. Uh, it would have needed 29 to permadeath you, because it needs to do as much damage as you have left, plus your entire... Uh, no, it's, it's double, double your, your actual entire... hit points for you to be permitted. Oh, I thought it was. Uh, no, it's double your through... actual full hit points. Your full hit points. You've got to get to minus your full for it to be permitted. Yeah. Okay, so no, I thought the idea was that you needed to receive, like, if you got 19, you needed to receive um, 38 hit points yeah. in one shot. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no you're fine. Yeah. So um, no, because I. That's uh, not a thing. That's not a thing, because it was. Uh, no, you're you're thinking that it's the current hit points, it's the full. So, yeah, okay, it's, it's all good. Yeah, okay. Um, so that was. I mean, it's still shit, don't get me wrong. Awesome? Like... Yeah, no, it's. Uh, and I've got no healing now. Yeah, sorry. Because I used it like, on a random person. Several person. things are broken on Celestia right now. Like, that is what is happening. Uh, yeah, uh, that's actually. Yeah, that's particularly good because I, uh, I actually miscounted uh, one of my sixes. So, yeah, so. Okay, yeah, so that's fine. Um, so, 27 points of fire damage. Uh, Scamp, you therefore take halved to 13 points of fire damage because you're resistant to fire which is also what causing takes right uh are you two still up yep uh yes okay uh, you go down i'm uh, sorry so uh, so celestia you see celestia go down uh i'm looking bad I, i'm just <laughs> going to roll uh 3d10 and see what this comes up with because that's Okay, and yeah, that's like all over half of the regrets crew have gone down. Jesus, oh, are they well. dead or like uh, burning? Like they they are bur- uh, they are out of commission one way or another. That's um yeah that's jumping into the water. Yeah, know, jumping into uh, the water, trying unconscious, to, unconscious, yeah. some dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. There's ten members of the regret left. Holy uh, shit! Uh, left uh, still fighting. Brandy ten out of 120. No, no, out of the 25 fighting. Oh, the the, the non fighting crew members are either on the rigging or down, like or taking cover. Chaos. Yeah, no, because there's because not hell. all of the crew actually fight in these fights. They're not willing to. No, that makes a lot yeah, of sense. Most yeah, of, yeah, a totally. lot of them are just sailors. Yeah, um, they still get a share, but anyone fighting gets a double share. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Is the idea? Uh, so yeah, uh, so a lot of those guys are down. Uh, additionally, Brandy. Okay, Brandy took half damage on that, which is good. So he only took thirteen. So Brandy is actually up, up and pretty damn well. He's got like forty-five hit points left. Mm. Brandy's hardcore. Yeah, Brandy is yeah. Snazzy, oh, Brandy. like you know, uh, hid behind someone else. He's got more than twice my hit points. Vig is up, <laughs> but not but not happy about it. Uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, Bra- do not piss off Uncle Vig though. Yeah, uh, f- <laughs> Fighty's up as well. <laughs> I was gonna say, what happened to Fighty? Uh, Fighty, uh, yeah, Fighty's fine, um, and that's enough to kickstart the rage. 
Yes. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, Fighty is now basically resistant to all damage, except Psychic for the next uh, for the remainder of the fight. <laughs> he's, yeah... He's not... He, this is going to be interesting. Okay, so next up uh, is Causing. Right, okay. Uh, can I get to Celestia? Oh, yeah, you guys are all pretty close to each other. I which, assume that we were, like, next to each other yeah, taking cover. Yeah, hence why the uh, fireball hit so many people. Mm. Right, okay. I'm going to try and um, ship also crawl along the deck. Yep. I'm going to crawl along the deck, reach out, uh, just grab her ankle, uh, and uh, cast Cure Wounds. Okay. Roll uh, healing. Okay, so that's a D eight plus. Oh, the four? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just your, just the modifier. Yeah. Oh, just the modifier. Uh, that's wisdom. Okay, so plus yeah. two. Yeah, D eight plus two. Oh, the regret is on one hundred ninety eight hit points because it's oh. vulnerable to fire. Uh, you regain seven hit points, Celestia. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I wake up and go, oh, Ariadne, his teeth that hurt. Ow, <laughs> ow. Yeah, the um, as this is happening, the uh, like the, some of the non-combatant crew members are desperately running to put out fires. Uh, okay, that makes it. Uh, yeah, okay, the mercenaries are going to fire against anyone who's above the gunnel, uh, which Celestia got knocked down, but Scamp and Corzin can. can I imagine be I haven't moved from being knocked down. I'm just yeah. still there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a quick rules thing. I looked at instant death just to double check, but you, you're right. It's if it's if the remaining hit points is your max. I thought I was right. It still oh didn't. Gosh. It still yeah. didn't kill you outright. Still wasn't enough, but just. But it nearly did. That's so few that I have right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not being funny. Like that's horrid. That's horrifying. Yeah. If we have things like fireballs, like I'm going to die. And yeah. It's fine. The good news is you have now identified the mage. Uh, yep. Yeah. Remember that. Um, <laughs> The alchemist's fire we were talking about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're not close enough. Uh, although in the next round, you definitely will be. Because mm. uh, you're going to be within pistol range. Uh, okay. Uh, pistol range means throwing range, yeah? Also throwing range, yeah. Cool. Uh, okay, so Celestia, you are up. Uh, oh, you're would... still 120 feet away, but you are uh, up. Okay, up. so I can't throw anything at her. You right can't now. throw anything at anything, okay, right can't now, do anything if you want to like, heal yourself so... or anything. Okay, just... okay I'm going to heal myself. Yeah, okay. not a bad shout. Um, I'm going to kick my leg up and ding my xylophone and heal myself a little bit. Yeah. By the way, no <laughs> one manages to hit Scamp or, or cause him during the exchange. Good. I was thinking, he's like flat on the deck. That's pretty good. And, you know, <laughs> a quite small target anyway. Uh, I'm going to roll a morale check. For the, okay, yeah, uh, the, the with the with the damage they've just taken, you can see now some of the cr- members of the regret are l- looking like they're having starting to have second thoughts, but still inspired from the chanting from the chanties earlier, Captain Brandy uh, kind of stares them all down, like there's no way to go from here, lads and lasses, except forwards. It's do or die. The men and women sort of swallow. And sit and steady their nerves. Okay, um, it is now. Uh, yeah, we're now sixty feet from uh, on the next round. We're gonna hit uh, the 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 boarding. The true boarding starts. Okay, uh, at this point, the female orc is going to whip up uh, t- her pistols and take two shots at Captain Brandy. 
uh, with disadvantage. Oh, that was a lucky disadvantage. One of the <laughs> uh, uh, one of them actually <laughs> seems to uh, uh, blows itself out. You see her go, Siza. Uh, she throws it to one side and grabs a pistol from someone else to replace uh, from one of her uh, her, her fellow orcs uh, to, uh, for ne- for next round. But neither of those hit. Okay, scamp. Right, what distance are 60 we feet. from? From the orc and the little... No, yeah, from the, uh, not the, the halfling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Every, yeah, like everyone's on the edge of the ship taking cover. On both sides. Okay, I'm going to try to see, see if this works. New spells! Ooh. This is fun! Um, so I am going to... Twin a phantasmal force. Ooh. Okay. Um, this could be so fun. I create an illusion in the minds of the creature I can see. Nice. I'm going to go for the halfling, even though this is an intelligent save, but I just really don't want it attacking. Um, and the orc. Uh, and I'm going to make orc. an go image. Ahead. Yeah, the yeah the female orc, and cre- make the image of an ally. In the case of the orcs, one of the orcs around her, and the halfling, one of the people next to her, turning on them and attacking. Oh, nice. Okay, so an intelligent saving throw from both of them. Yeah. All right, so halfling's going to make an intelligent save. Uh, that was a natural three. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's the one we need to not be good at stuff. Uh, the uh, Okay, and Greta's going to make one as well. Uh, no, that was a natural seven. Both of those fail. So, uh, okay, you create a phantasmal object with uh, it goes in them. So while the target's affected by the spell, it treats the phantasm as if it was real. Um, it's so convinced of the phantasm's reality, it can even take damage. So each round on your turn, it deals 1d6 psychic damage. Nice. And... Okay, it can... Uh, Okay, so it can't... All right, so in order to realise that it's, it's an illusion, they have to take an action to make an investigation check. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is going to be interesting. Okay, so uh, can you roll 1d6 dam- psychic damage twice, please? Uh, two. Okay. Ah. So <laughs> both times. Oh. Okay, still, that's a bit of damage from both. And you see both of them sort of... Uh, uh, look at uh, sort of reacting and suddenly uh, shaking away as they are staring uh, at something no one else can see. Both of them seem to be looking in shock and frustration at uh, uh, at a betrayer. Uh, okay, that makes it Brandy's turn. Brandy's gonna f- uh, where we're now within musket carbine normal range. Mm-hmm. It's gonna fire back uh, on the orc. That is a nine plus five. No, not enough. She is. Uh, she uh, she ducks quickly behind cover. Uh, that makes it the mage's turn. Okay, uh, the mage uh, is going to go ahead and flick his. Uh, he flick. Sorry, she flicks her hand. And you watch as a, a long blade composed of shadows uh, uh, pulls out at the end of it. And she immediately Ooh. slashes air. <laughs> <laughs> um, she hits the air. 
Well, I think that's... This is a uh, great spell. Love it. Hmm. Uh, okay, so... This is damage being appropriate. Okay, uh, I think that's enough for her on her next turn to be able to twig whether or not this is, like, to, to make an investigation check to see whether that's real. Because she has actually attempted to But that will it. take the turn, But yeah, yeah that's a, yeah, that will take a turn. So she's like, ah! What? Hang on. <laughs> um, okay. I'm getting kind of flashbacks of Last Jedi in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, causing. Right. Okay. Um, where is she in relation to the uh, the group of orcs? Uh, right in the centre of them. So. Perfect. All right. From their point of view, um, they are going to see. Um, the top of uh, Corzin's tricorn come up, Aww. and he is carrying a different weapon. <laughs> <laughs> um, he has loaded his blunderbuss with grape shot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm sorry. The grape shot is, with the blunderbuss, unless I state it differently, is uh, it's a 15 foot cone. So you need to wait until the next round to use the blunderbuss on them, unless you're uh, unless it's the slug uh, shot. Okay, but that's all right. In which case, yeah. in which case, he still has bombs. Is it? Oh yeah, you are within oh, bomb range. Yes. Yeah, you can oh, throw bombs. Yes. Make a. Uh, right. You don't need to make an attack. They need to make uh, dex saves. So. Your grenade noise is so on point, mate. Like, I love Thank it. It's so good. <laughs> I could sort of see it in my Me head. Too. I got the teeth for it, obviously. Uh, what is oh. the, uh, what's the DC on that? 12? That's a DC 12 uh, dex saving throw um, uh, for half damage. Okay. Uh, uh, so I'll roll so I'm going to say that hits between three uh, three ordinary orcs and her. She makes it, as you discover, she's surprisingly dexterous. Uh, two of the orcs don't make it. So roll damage, and it's half for those two fall for her. Oh, sorry, half for her. And fall for one guy. Fall for two guys. Bollocks, I rolled two ones. That's Fuck a five. Sake, man. Oh. That is disappointing. For that is disappointing. Yeah. It's sort of... That pains me slightly. Mm, very upsetting. Oh, um, yeah. She takes two but points of damage. Round, guys, next, next round, guys. Next round. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Next round, you get to use the deck clearer. <laughs> so, so I'm seeing what this great shot does. Okay, so um, that's time for uh, yep, time for exchange of uh, fire. So now we're within range. Uh, everyone who is up and ready to fight gets an attack against them. So how many bombs do we have left? Like four. Oh, uh, you have. From memory, you have three. You have you used six. You've got three normal ones left, and then that one monster you made. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the three. Uh, the tri bomb. Mm. Uh, okay, so uh, one against Scamp. Uh, nope, that misses. Against Corzin, that's a uh, no. That was uh, that. That is your armor class. <laughs> that that just that is your armor class if you're not taking cover. So you're fine. Yeah, which I am. And the one against Celestia misses as well. Celestia, awesome. it's your go. I'd like to throw some alchemist fire into the mage's face. Oh, okay, make a ranged attack roll with, uh, with its dexterity based. I'm going to call this. Okay, so is it? Am I proficient in throwing things? You are proficient in throwing. Okay, good. So dex plus proficiency. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea how this works. Okay. Oh, even okay. if this doesn't ignite, it's so yeah. that is a. 15. Ooh, uh, 
That is his armor class with mage Yay! armor. So, so, uh, so excellent. That does hit. I thought uh, she was a girl. Sorry, her, hers. Um, my bad. Um, yeah, yeah. She, she is a girl. Um, I don't know why I keep, I keep saying. It, he I think by it's mistake. because you're talking about a male orc, like yeah, ascendant yeah, beforehand. Before uh, okay, so the alchemist fire. Um, is it, is it any good? <laughs> um, it's an interesting one, yeah, because... Um, I assume there's some splash as well. Yeah, there's there's not that much splash. There's only a small flask, but uh, she's now on fire. So to start with, <laughs> um, it's not that much to start with. Roll 1d4 fire damage. Okay. Oh, is it going to be a proper, like, napalm This continues? But it continues oh, until God. she can take an action to put it out. She's also trying to take an action to make an investigation check. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> okay, just one She's before, super nothing busy, else. Guys. Yeah. Uh, that is a three. Okay, takes three points of fire damage. Ah! As her clothes now ignite from the flames. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, she's now on fire and facing off against an illusory oh, opponent. Shit. Um, she has plenty to distract her from more fireballs at this point. Um, she does actually have a thing she can do, but it will still consume an action, so that's fine for her. Okay. Crunch! The two ships oh, make shit. contact uh, as we are ready to enter what is effectively melee uh, for uh, now. Um, and yeah, it's, it's melee. It, it's melee or hanging back and trying to do rain uh, close fire uh, time. Okay, that means that um, the uh, we've not learned her name, so so yeah, well, actually never mind. So the female orc uh, is going to draw her pistols, uh, and she's been the most dangerous up to this point. Still, the captain. Okay, definitely none of us. Yeah, come on. Attacked by one of her allies. Oh, that's true. She is. So she's going to fire one shot against her illusory ally. No, which would have missed, so she might not realise that's actually happening. <laughs> um, and the other shot will be against Brandy. Uh, <laughs> got him, Himmel! Uh, okay, so the other pistol has gone now, so she's down to one pistol oh and her small sword. <laughs> She's not doing well with the misfires. That is really unlucky. Yeah, really she's is. rolled some really bad shit. Like, don't get me wrong, we have too, but like, yeah. she's had a really bad time of it. Yeah, it's a, it's been a rough time. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the um, that makes it scamps go. Okay, uh, I'm gonna twin a chromatic orb Ooh. since we're within. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's go for the same two again. Um, also, psychic damage on my Oh, turn. shit, yep. Do you, one yes, to six for each of them, it's, please. Uh, it's still going. Uh, uh, that's two for one okay. of them. And six for the Ooh! second one. So okay, so Greta... I, did, I just did it in order. I've got them written down. Yeah, uh, so Greta takes, uh, is kind of shrugging and trying to duck away from uh, from these attacks. Uh, the mage look, uh, acts as if she's just been punched in the jaw. <laughs> um... Yeah, so, uh, okay, so chromatic orb time. Uh, so I'm going to second level twin it. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, let's get rid of that mage. Oh, oh, that is... Uh, oh, it's a 14. Uh, it's a 14. That misses. That misses uh, and the other one is against? Uh, the other one against um, the orc again. Okay, go for it. Because I can't double this. I can't send two yeah. at the same person. 
Oh, well, that's a 26. What, da- what damage type is this? Um, I was going to go for fire. Nice. Because <sighs> I thought I might as well Ooh, roll. join uh, in. What is that going to do to the napalm? Just for fun, by the way. Yeah, just, I have questions. Just for fun, by the way, uh, roll me another attack roll for that first chromatic orb. I want to see whether it ca- catches any of the ship as well. Okay, um, another fourteen. Okay, that is that is the ship's armor class. So now, so it does. uh, So roll damage, and I just want to see how much more damage it did to the fawn. (laughs) Okay, um, so that is (laughs) forty-eight. Holy shit! That is sixteen. Thirty-two. To the ship, and then the one for the orc lady. Oh, that is really good. That is uh, 25. Holy shit. shit. Yes. Okay. I rolled an eight, two sevens, and a three. I mean, that's that's really fucking good. Okay. Th- that's insane. Yeah, threat assessment has changed uh, there for, yeah. for her. Amazing. Uh, yeah, okay. Also- Don't attack me. I've got a concentration <laughs> spell up. <laughs> uh, she, t- uh, she, uh, she looks uh, kind of to one side at the attacking illusory oh, figure and then to you. She seems to have, like, she, yeah, she, she can deal with traitors later. Uh, okay, so Brandy is gonna, uh, Brandy's gonna take, uh, a shot at her, actually. Ah, that's a four. No. <laughs> Misses. Um, okay, the mage. Oh, God. Who is, uh, okay, I've, I've got to ch- try and decide this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check this. Okay, 10 to 11 to 20 tries to invest uh, tries to put the fire out. Oh god. She has a lot going to, on right now. 4 to 10 investigates the illusion. 1 to 3 <laughs> tries to take out the other mage. Okay. <laughs> Just desperate it, uh, you see as she weaves her hands quickly. And a uh, and a, fl- a flurry of magic uh, happens around her, which snuffs out all of the fire. Aww. She has the control flames cantrip, which is very useful on board a ship. Very upsetting. <laughs> I mean, it's a really intelligent cantrip to have. Yeah, let's but that does use a, yeah. that does use up her action. Uh, so <laughs> and she's still being stabbed and she's still by being stabbed by a imaginary friend. Uh, well, we can definitely make things worse for her soon. Yeah. Well. Okay. Causing. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna rise up above the um uh, the the gun and go say hello to my little friend. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, so what is uh so your current uh proficiency bonus is two. What is your current dexterity bonus? Uh, uh my dex bonus is plus four. Okay, so that means this the the dex save they need to make is a fourteen. So that's uh, one for the orc woman, and I'm gonna say because because you're going right. Okay, so there's one in front of her. So there's one in front of her. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six that you're hitting. So five of these guys and her. I'll just roll for her first. Nope. And then these guys in turn. One. Nope. Nope. Yes. Oh wait. Nope. Actually, sorry. Nope. Uh, and yes. Okay, roll 3d6, then 2d6, then 1d6. Actually, you know, roll 1d6 and then I'm go- and then add a d6 each time and I'll, I'll do it that way. Okay. It's probably so easier, yeah. Yep. Five. Okay, the next one. Second d6. 
four. Nine total. Thirty-six. Yep. Two. Okay. Uh, Eleven total then. Okay, the guy right in front of you is blasted ten feet away. Wow. Uh, by the uh, by, the impact. Uh, into the orcs behind. Uh, two of the orcs behind uh, stumble back. Uh, the ones at the very back are sort of ah, ah! Uh, but it's enough to knock the pistol wielding um, uh, orc straight down nice uh, she is unconscious uh, or at least barely conscious the orc or the mage uh, the orc the, the orc. mage is elsewhere okay. um, and you can see and the fancy lady yeah the fancy lady orc cool. at this point you see the old orc from before um, reach down pick up her uh, her small sword uh, actually, no, he's got a musket. Sort of levels a musket forward and it stands protectively over her body. Mm-hmm. Um, she. How many of them did I actually just take out? Uh, you took out... I'm going to say with the fight they've already received, you took out her and three more of the uh, rough-looking ones. Awesome. Because they've, <laughs> so cool. they've exchanged fire up to this point. I was going to say, the guy at the front was probably just jibbed. Yeah, he me. was one of the ones that... yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. This is time for a morale check, actually, for them. Okay, they're not. They're not great, but they. They are gonna protect the. Uh, for now, they're gonna keep protecting uh, the one. Uh, the, the 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 lady orc. Uh, it right. seems the few, so that was three of them went out. Uh, the male orc is already standing. Okay, so there's six of those guys still fighting. Uh, okay, so. Uh, that makes it their go. Uh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, so they've they've seen what's happened. I'm going to say the crew, uh, the crew of the ship are fighting the crew of of your ship. They're they're a bit busy, uh, but the orcs are going to be tactical about this. The uh, ma- uh, the male orc set, uh, kind of goes, you you. Fire, uh, you, 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 fire on the mage. You, 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 take out the blunderbuss, Vilda. Uh, so, uh, three... Don't fire on the mage. Three shots against the mage. Uh, uh, do I still have <coughs> cover? You still have cover. So that's an 18, though, for the first one. That'll hit. Yeah. Uh, for the second one, that's... Uh, that's a 16. That won't hit if I've got cover. Okay. Uh, and the third one also won't hit. Okay, uh, you do take six points of musket damage. And I do a concentration check, which yes. I make. Okay. Hey. Was it six? Was six, it? yeah. That's fine. Oh boy. Okay, <laughs> the, uh, and then against Corzin, 15. Uh, yeah, that one hits. That was a 21 and no. Yeah. Okay, so you've... I guess only, you only popped your head up over to Blunderbuss. You still got the cover, but the one that yep. hit hit. So you take how much is that? Six points of musket damage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that makes it Celestia's go. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. The major's still up, isn't she? Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna lean ever so slightly over the yeah. over the deck, like just pop my head over, and I'm gonna very quietly look at the mage and sort of whisper behind my hand and go, you are a useless waste of skin and you should give up now. And I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers on her at second level. Okay. Uh, this is... Is this it a save? It is a wisdom save, yeah. Okay. Uh, so 
No, that was a natural 17. Is there any effect on failure? Um, yes, half damage. Okay, nice. Roll damage. Okay. She kind of seems to hear your whisper, but shrugs it off. She's she she's now starting to she's now becoming convinced that there is this is all illusions around her. Cool, but she does still take half of this, okay, so yeah. I'm gonna do it. Um, so that is cool. kind of bollocks, oh, actually. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah, eleven. So that's eleven halves half to five. five. Okay, it still takes five points of damage though. Waste of a second level spell, mate. <laughs> Got lucky. Okay, uh, top of the round, uh, the orc is unconscious. So, scamp. Okay, so that's another d6 damage to the main. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's another two. <laughs> yep. Every time. Okay, just slowly <laughs> wearing this mage down. Playing the long game here with this mage. Yeah. <laughs> We're all like yeah. getting in loads of really small hits. <laughs> Uh, so I'll do a level one chromatic orb. Okay. Um, Just want her to die <laughs> so badly. Ooh, that's a seventeen. Uh, that hits. Uh, and I'm also, but I, yeah, I'll uh, I'll invoke something in a moment because I should have done this last time, but it's all right. Uh, so, yep, yeah, yeah. roll damage. I'm gonna go for um something other than I'll go for thunder damage. Okay. So I, I saw her get rid of the flames. So. Go for it. That's uh, only 3d8 this time. Oh, that's awful. Six. Okay. Uh, it's Yeah, it's, although her that ears bleed a little, it's less effective than you might have thought. However, I'd like you to roll the d100, please. Ah! <laughs> it's about time I got rid of that. Oh, 75. 75. We haven't had that one, have we? Okay. We've so had 74. We've had a lot around that area. We've had 74, I think. Okay. You begin to hum and vibrate, and then suddenly, um, incandescent pink light begins to flare (laughs) out of your every orifice. Great! This is deeply unhelpful. (laughs) Um, Okay, every creature that ends its... You you shining bright light in a 30-foot radius for the next minute. Any creature that ends its turn within five feet of you is blinded until the end of its next turn. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Are we within right, five feet? I'm, uh, I'm going to move point. away from people. Yeah. If I'm near people, I'm going to okay, move away from them. Okay, you move away from them as this glaringly obvious target. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, uh, Bran... Gonna, yeah, duck under as much cover as I can. Brandy, who at this point has been mostly ignoring the uh, captain of the other ship, is going to is going to take a shot at that mage now. Uh, Brandy uh, is, for once in his uh, goddamn life, I-, I think actually going to hit something. Woo! Uh, <laughs> so go, Brandy. He hasn't hit anything in this whole fight. Like I no. Swear. Uh, okay. However, uh, when he does hit, it counts as he does twelve points of damage. Nice. Uh, okay, so he is. Uh, she is still up. Uh, the mage, she is still up. Uh, but fuck's uh, sake! Oh, the blast. Uh, it's actually her go. Um, yeah, she finally twigs that this whole thing has been an illusion. <laughs> oh, shit. What did she roll? Uh, she rolled. Uh, yeah, that would be a nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Though uh, excellent work tying up the mage. Uh, okay, so that makes it Corzin's go. All right. Um, now, 
it takes a round to reload the blunderbuss. Doesn't yes, it? the blunderbuss right. is uh, is is a is a much more unwieldy weapon. In which case, he's not going to do that. Yep. He is going to um, bring out both his pistols and um, attempt to uh, take down the mage. Okay, go for it. Take your shots. He's also going to cast Hunter's Mark. Ooh, nice. So, first one. Uh, that's a 19. That hits. Roll damage. Okay. Uh, eight percussive. <laughs> She's uh, smacked back against the remains of the mast, but you can see her starting to weave a new spell. Ah, no. <laughs> Interrupt. Okay, that's gonna be uh, so uh, eighteen. Uh oh, interesting. Uh, eighteen. Ah, no. Although she uses her reaction to uh, to uh, to briefly summon a barrier of of defensive force, you go straight through the center of that barrier rather than glancing either side. Roll damage. <laughs> Alright, that's uh, 3 plus 4 7, okay. and a further d6 for I, the Hunter's Okay, mark. I have to ask, are you shooting to kill or to down? Hmm. To down, but what I'm going to be doing, actually, mm-hmm. is I would be willing to bet Corzin has faced... If he hasn't faced mages before, he's you know been given the training in how to deal with them. Yeah. He is going to attempt to either kneecap her or shoot her through the hand, so she can't Ooh. do the somatic. Component. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what you do. You shoot out her left hand, and she sinks <laughs> oh, to the ground, God. clutching it and screaming. Uh, uh, before, uh, uh, before, by this point, I'm going to say for the sake of of, dra- uh, of atmosphere, yeah, she's screaming on the floor. Uh, and one of the crew me- of the uh, regrets crew members gets close and just uh, musket butts her around the back of the head, and she is out cold. Okay, and probably down a couple of fingers. Yeah. Uh, she. Uh, okay, I'm going to roll some morale checks. I didn't even need to roll the extra damage. <laughs> you yeah. didn't. She was on one hit point. Brilliant. <laughs> oh my god, she was on one. Fuck off. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She took so long to just go down. Yeah. Okay. She. Uh, with that, the uh, looking around the uh, the fight, the uh, orcs are have now pulled into a tight circle. But the the crew, ordinary crew members, all there. They've only been fighting against like a handful of the regrets crew. But seeing how badly it's gone since they've actually the boarding has happened, seeing how the mage has gone down, the orcs are starting to pull in and, and weaken. Uh, the captain of the ship, like the, the, the this little middle-aged fellow, throws down his gun and puts his hands up. We surrender! We surrender! The orcs are kind of glaring daggers at him. Uh, Celestia, do you want to do anything? Um, I mean, a celebratory sea shanty, I suppose. <laughs> Make a performance check. <laughs> Oh, that's really fucking good. That would be a 27. Oh, yeah. Come on, let's have a bit okay. of um, Oh, what sea shanty would I be doing? Um, let's have a think. 
I can't think of any help. <laughs> um, at this point, as you're struggling for inspiration, uh, Fighty, who has, uh, who you notice is covered in blood, pulls his shears out of a man's chest and goes, how about we go for Whiskey Johnny again? Yes. Whiskey huh? is the life of man. Whiskey, whiskey Johnny. Johnny! I drink whiskey where I can. Whiskey, whiskey for my Johnny! Um, the crew begin to pick up this celebratory shanty, and at this point, the, the orcs seem to realise that the fight is over, and they glance over to the older orc, and one by one, slowly begin to lower their weapons uh, to the ground. Um, as this happens, however, the, uh, uh, the, you know, the, and the, remembers the regret, begin picking up the weapons, like some of them, others pointing them as, uh, kind of tell, uh, getting the crew members to, you know, to kneel down, hands behind their heads. I'm just singing this whole time yeah. with Fighty, like, we're yeah. like, you know, <laughs> up by it. the wheel, <laughs> duetting, yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you actually for a... I'm going to ask each of you for a perception check there. Okay. Mm. Oh, I hate all of my dice. Help. Um, yeah, I shouldn't have picked that oh, one. Oh, for fuck's sake. One. That's an 11. That's rubbish. Oh, I should have used... Okay. Oh, well. Uh, what was that, sorry? Perception. Uh, perception is a 15. Okay. Uh, you notice while the celebrations are, are going on, um, a couple of the crew members from the Regret, who you actually realise are new hires from Pader's March, two, uh, they're both uh, human women. Uh, they have grabbed hold of a member of the Fawn's crew. Uh, and like one of them is holding at them, and another one has a knife raised. And you can just see them going, like... You think you're so. You think you're so much better than us. You with your fancy, uh, your fancy merchant ships. Why don't I cut you up a bit and show? And at this point, you hear the of yeah. of. Do you, so it's me and Corzin who see this. Uh, or do I see it? Just Corzin cool, sees cool. this. Uh, I'm Corzin, still singing. Yeah, yeah, you're still singing. Corzin, you hear the cl- the gentle click of a flintlock being cocked, and you look to the side, and you can see Captain Brandy has his. Uh, uh, musket leveled at the two crewmen. We're privateers, not pirates. That means we follow the rule, the laws of war. So we don't cut up prisoners after they've surrendered. Understood? The two crew members sort of reluctantly let go of the prisoner, uh, and she goes to join the others. Two of you. Report to uh, you. Report to first mate Vig. Brandy gives Vig a significant look, and uh, Vig kind of takes the pair of them. Now, Uncle Vig wants to have a word with the pair of you. Come back to this ship. So fucking mafia. Like, Uncle Vig. Uncle Vig has like several. Has uh, is bleeding in multiple places, but kind of grinning like a shark. Pulls oh <laughs> the pair of the crewmen off towards the regret. Uh, the crew have mostly all stood down, but the, the orcs are still standing and kind of glaring at you all. The old orc goes, Do you have a ship's doctor? 
That would be me. He looks up. He he narrows his eyes at you, having previously had this whole (laughs) whole duel, duel, musket duel with you. This is my niece. Please. You must stop her bleeding. They are worth ransom. If you spare our lives, we can be ransomed. But you must save her life. Right, you are then. Yep. I hope you uh, got that. Um, oh, he did. He did. Uh, Look how smug yeah. that was. It was so yeah. smug. <laughs> yeah. I can see the like shit eating grin on Lawson's face right now. Like, like cautiously. I just see like the flexing the knuckles. Yeah, rubbing a hand. Like, yeah, all right then. You know? <laughs> now, fortunately, you've actually got a surgeon on your hands, not a medic, because a surgeon can actually save people's life, whereas a medic will just make them more comfortable while they die. Yeah, yeah. We're very impressed. Please get on with it. <laughs> I'm gonna just. Okay, so I go. I'm gonna be making uh, like pointed eye contact with this orc while I'm singing my Steve Santi, just like wiggling at him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, medicine check. Medicine check, please. That's uh, 19. Okay. Yeah, there's um, the majority of the damage was from the uh, ball. uh, Yeah, the the massive ball of flame. Uh, that hit her, but there's yeah, it's uh, and the, and <laughs> then the grape shot he put into her. But you are able, you're able to find the points where she's actually bleeding out and uh, desperately sort of suture uh, the wounds that bind her. She's stabilized, not going to lose any. Scam goes over to, to apologize. Oh god, she is mercifully uh, mercifully unconscious at this point, but uh, the uh, the. Uh, the, the old orc looks at her over. Yeah. It's a good job. I thank you. You put up one hell of a fight, mate. As did you. The, the surrender, they will not fight you. My name is Arnold von Schmidt. This is my daughter. My niece, Greta. No. Uh, the, she is a lady of Syria. She is worth, if you if you return us and her, and our men, uh, well, sorry, and our orcs, and he nods to the other orcs, and our mage, he nods to the halfling, the unconscious halfling with the shattered hand, the worth, and he lowers his voice and says to you directly, the worth a ransom, uh, our family will pay a ransom of 3,000 gold crowns. Causing uh, mulls this over for a moment. Uh, just out of character for uh, for a moment. Osiria, is there like um, standing army mainly orcs? Is that why they're on this ship here? Yeah, or are yeah. They... Right. The uh, the majority, like the dominant population of particularly the Osirian Isles, as opposed to the Osirian mainland, where the majority of the Orcish population lives, is Orcish or half-Orcish. You know, there's more, there's more, been, you know, lots of interbreeding with the human population over the centuries, right. but they're primarily Orcish. All of the, all of the, almost all of the aristoc- aristocracy uh, of Osiria are Orcs as well. All right. Um... Uh, make a history check, in fact. Okay. Natural 20! Okay. In fact, uh, a number of the higher ranks of of the aristocracy, although some of the lower aristocracies well, have the distinctive blue-grey skin 
that uh, this uh, particular lady has, uh, le which led to the idea that, uh, of uh, blue bloods as aristocracy, a term which eventually spread to include all the aristocracy of the Joven continent. Mm -hmm. um, but the orcs, but amongst orcs in particular, blue-skinned orcs are the marks of aristocracy. Mm, I love that as canon in this world. That's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm. love it. Mm. Okay. Um, I say to him, I'll see that the uh, a lot of you are provided for. <clears throat> yeah. The um, members of the... How many of your men are left? Looking around, yeah, the ones who... There are six of them... Uh, there are six of them left... Uh, uh, excluding so yeah seven total including the lady um including lady greta uh, unfortunately uh four of them had either taken too many wounds or were just obliterated by your uh blunderbuss <laughs> attack <laughs> uh but yeah the the rest of them have minor injuries or you know salvage or salvageable despite uh being knocked out of the fight the uh right. <laughs> the mages the mage will definitely require some surgery on her hand if she's to keep the use of it. But, uh, yep. yes, she is also safely out of the fight. Hard uh, hooks are fashionable these days. <laughs> the, uh, as the, uh, over the next hour or so, the members of the, the rest of the non-fighting crew, as well as the fighting crew of the Regret, proceed to plunder the ship out of uh, this, uh, out of the form. They get everything of value, all of the cargo, um, uh, which uh, actually turned out to be, for the most part, good Wendish cotton, which does, which while not an exciting good, does fetch good prices in this level, in this much mm. quantity. A lot of it died as well. Uh, Can I sit down with my little colouring book and cast detect magic okay uh, and have yeah, a little yeah. wander around the ship because it's uh, 10 minute concentration Ooh. and just okay. have a look around nicely done yeah so using your little coloring book to stretch things out you... your coloring book is your arcane focus that is amazing yeah. it's a ritual spell book so <laughs> good <laughs> oh, magic coloring book yep you spend the time... Because I can't write properly, so I've mixed up a whole bunch of pictures and words from various languages. I'm picturing, like, I'm you sure know when know. children do, like, little scribbles, like it's a book, and they, like, pretend to read it when they're, like, mm. three? <laughs> That's what I'm picturing right now. Like, you're very intently reading it, but if you look over your shoulder, it's just, like, bullshit crayon smears. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. So nice. You find... Uh... I'm going to ask you for an investigation check because there is a certain amount of nook and okay. cranium to look as well. Um, I can see through a foot of stone, an inch of metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. Cool. Yeah, that's the limits. That's yeah, it sort of lights up. Oh, that's terrible. That's, um, I, th I think it's probably a ten. Okay. Let me just get that page, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's a ten. Okay. Oh, I can use tides of chaos. Oh, too late. It's too late. Yeah, you should just clear it beforehand. <laughs> Uh, yep. Okay, so um, the first thing that's magical uh, that you find is the small sword uh, belonging to Greta von Schmidt. Uh, I feel like a dick taking that. 
Well, I guess we're taking their weapons. You are definitely taking their weapons anyway. So, Uh, she also has a couple of quite nice pistols of the improved variety that you guys have been using of late, Hmm. as well, Uh, and some very nice holsters. Um, The uh, you also find uh, hidden in a small cache. uh, Gonna roll for this two uh, healing potions that someone had stashed away oh, and nice. had presumably died during the initial cannon exchange before they could go to retrieve them. Mm. Uh, so you managed to take those before the other looters find them. I don't have one of those, so I'm keeping one of them for myself. <coughs> yeah. uh, who would like the other? I've got one. I'll take it. Mm. Excellent. Yeah. It definitely makes sense for you to have it because you're like the medic. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are they just regular? Uh, just regular. Okay. After loading up the various uh, p- uh, various plunders, uh, Brandy kind of take, look, looks over there and says, "Right now, then, you, uh, her ladyship, and her guard, you will be making, uh, we'll be making you comfortable in our brig, and uh, we will be making you as comfortable as possible. No, you'll not come to any harm under our, on our trip, uh, under our watch." At least uh, so long as that uh, rule, uh, as that ransom is eventually forthcoming. Now, the rest of you, fine uh, ladies and gentlemen, he says, turning to the crew of the form, are in luck. We are, after all, appro- uh, uh, due to appropriately deal with uh, members of the crew uh, we are appropriately dealing with prisoners so we will, uh, and anyone who does not appropriately deal with prisoners uh, will see an appropriate uh, will be appropriately dealt with you hear two gunshots ring from the regret <gasps> uh, followed oh my God. by followed by the pe- uh, by two splashes in the water oh, and the the sauntering back onto deck holy shit <laughs> Wow. Celestia abruptly like stops playing guitar. (laughs) (laughs) That said, however, we've no desire to to ferry all of you back to shore. So, we will be loading you into your longboats with three days of water and and rations, and it'll be up to your uh, to your rowing arms to see how far that'll take you. It'll get you to shore. Past that. You're on your own. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> they load... Uh, so, yes, they, 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 they load the uh, captain of the form and his surviving crew onto the longboats uh, of this ship and leaves Is them the to... the form itself beyond repair? Ah, uh, hmm... I mean, it's fucked, isn't it? It's pretty fucked, but uh... they but it's still floating. That's the thing. Yeah. Can I go find Brandy? Uh, you, yeah, easily enough. With my little colouring book. Yeah, Brandy and uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, 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 V are looking over the ship, kind of like, yes. if we could get the mast back up, perhaps we could get it as Captain? far as... Captain? Ah, young scamp. Oh. Uh, good job fighting back there. I learned a new there. trick. Can I try it? <laughs> it takes like ten minutes, but I might be able to fix something. Hey, it beats three days in dry dock. Go for it. Whatever. What do you need us to do? Don't know. Not done this before. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you, unless you can fix a mast, you might be out of luck there. But uh, 
Um, I might be able to. How badly broken is it? <laughs> uh, there's a quite a few breaks, but the big break is towards the base of the mast where a cannonball went through it. That said, it is about five foot wide if you could get the mast back onto it. If you could just sort of line it up, I might I might be able to. Yeah, we'd need a load of men to actually hold it in position, but doable. Right. Lads, get the ropes. We've got a bit more heavy lifting to do. This is going to take really long, I'm sorry. It takes Can them an I hour. Assist them with yeah, this? It takes them an hour to get the mast into place, but once I'll it, do some practicing on some smaller damaged things while that happens. Yeah. Um, it takes a bit of practice, which is for the best, but by the time they've got the mast in place, <laughs> you set up your impromptu ritual uh, setup <laughs> around the shattered pieces of mast like as much of the original master they can get is placed in place as well as just um like bits of wood uh, that they can find to fill up the gaps uh and yeah i cast improved mending okay he spends 10 minutes walking around it kind of touching the uh, wood in various places doing a slightly improved version of things uh friend who is uh who, who has been relatively quiet during this goes like uh I mean, I can do some heavy lifting for you if you want. <laughs> uh, and yeah, if you... It's very heavy lifting. Well, I mean, I can get pieces of wood for you. <laughs> Help you make things. So yeah, friend helps put pl- adjust pieces of wood so they're in the right places. Uh, to everyone else, it looks like you're just moving it with magic. Uh, and <laughs> as the ritual completes, the wood seems to almost liquefy for a moment and then meld back together. It's it's not a perfect repair. There are still some obvious breaks and, and gaps, but it's seaworthy. Get in. Well, that now makes a difference. I mean, I don't think this is... Uh, you know, cost us a fair bit to outfit it with cannon, but that is... Well, it already has some cannon. Well, that's true, but... Well, we broke most of them. <laughs> I'd say that is seaworthy enough for us to get it to port and sell it, though. And that is a not Ooh. an inconsiderable sum. I can do some more repairs on the way as well. You're very welcome to do that, lad. Right! Sure. <laughs> he looks around to the others. We've taken some losses. Lads, lasses. And Corzin will do what he can for all of you. But I want you to know, every man Jack, every woman Jill, you fought your hardest. Some of us didn't make it, but those of us that did, we bloody well showed him what for. <laughs> There's a cheer that goes up as uh, many anticipate a goodly deal of spending money to come. Yeah. Scamp is going to fruitlessly attempt a mending spell on a hurt or a dead person. Oh, God. <laughs> Just because I feel like oh, I have to try. You knit together the corpse. Oh, that's grim. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna... Okay. Do I see this happening? Yeah. <laughs> it takes ten minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna go over and be like, Scamp, I, I think that might be for things uh, not I know, people. But- and as it is now a thing, like you I are able to, to repair the corpse. I know, darling, but um, 
I, I had to think, try. I think it's just going to be worse to watch uh, my body go together, sweetie. Yeah. I feel a bit sick. I'm going to go throw up. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> and with uh, that, as Scamp is violently throwing up over the edge, <laughs> the... Uh, Loot is taken on to the regret. A skeleton crew is set to running the form, and both ships make slow progress as they inch their way on towards Crosswater. Celestius spends the night uh, alternating between songs of won battles and songs of lost crew members. She's uh, the evening's post-battle entertainment. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) And... Probably, you know, ship travelling a bit slower. Sometime around the 26th, the falling leaves, the ship makes its way into the Viridian Bay and uh, into the city of Crosswater. And that, gentle listeners, is where we'll pick up next time. Thank you all very much for listening, and farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. I'll need more luck than games of chance to save her from the sabre's dance. Get ready, lads, it's do or die when cannons roar and fireballs fly. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcimere. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.